Welcome back everyone to another episode of the UW Film Club podcast where each week we invite a member of the club onto the show to talk about a movie of their choosing. This time we have two members though. We have two members this week. We'll get to there. Yes. A movie could be good, bad, topically relevant, or anything in between. This movie is one of the phenoms of the year, taking the world by storm. It's a good movie. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Arrieta. I'm Louis Gollum. And joining us this week we have Helena Kidane and John Jewick. Woo! Yay! So, uh, tell us a little bit of yourselves, guys. Tell us, uh, you know, how did you get involved with Film Club? Uh, we you? actually came together freshman year. Oh my god, that is kind of how we Man. like became friends. Yeah, that's Which actually wild. What a time that was. <laughs> <laughs> We're mortal enemies now. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so my freshman year, I was uh, out here trying to find myself, you know what I mean? <laughs> trying to, trying to, trying to uh, make friends, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, find myself in the in the sea that is UW, right? So uh, I hit up Helena, and we were like on the same floor. We went, we saw Memento. Uh, Great movie. Yeah, that's what we that saw. That was the first one. Yeah. 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 And, Wait, um, they played Memento first week? Because I wasn't there. Uh, not first, first week. Year before not first game. week. It was like middle of full court or something. Middle of full court. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, and the rest is history. So now, you know, we, uh, we're graduated, you know. But we're back. Yeah. Um, check me out on Twitter. I'm not going to give you my, hash, my hands off. <laughs> but check him out. But, you know, you know, uh, try and find me. Yeah, try and find me, you know. Right. Uh, film club out here making friends. That's how, uh, that's how Cynthia and Sabrina, who are on The Favorite, you know, I guess, you guys probably met them from last year. They, they come here very regularly. Uh-huh. They met uh, through film club as well. Nice. Oh, yes. cool. I mean, everyone, I like a lot of, most of my friends come from film club. In fact, yeah. so I met you guys. Yeah, of course. Great. It's a great place to make friends. Dude, I remember um, <laughs> remember like our very first conversation, we were like at Schultz's and like you came up to me and was like, oh so like I heard you like her. Because we had just watched like fucking um what's that Bill Murray movie called? Oh yeah. Uh, Lost in Translation. Yeah, Lost in yeah. Translation, yeah. yes. Yeah, I also kinda hate that movie. Which I didn't like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? I remember yeah. I was like that a lot. I remember I was like, film clip kinda did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember I remember that was like the very first time that I was like, oh man, like, I really didn't like that movie. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> well, I liked it. I always, I obviously like her more, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a good we movie. I can't remember that week, honestly, even though we programmed it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't remember that, dude? We all went to Schultz's after. Like, there was a yeah. million of us. We went outside. Mm-hmm. That's just... like every week. I was going to oh. say, I don't know if yeah. I can win that either. Okay. Uh, I remember, the only thing I remember was her, like, I won, uh, Ice cream for saying that Spike Jones was in Three Kings. Uh, that's when we had, that's Three when Kings, we, a really good movie, by the way. The only good David O. Russell film, really, if you if you actually pinpoint. I remember having uh, extra dining dollars, and I was like, oh, let's get a couple pints of these. We, we <laughs> went for like the generic flavors of like strawberry, chocolate, vanilla, for like everyone. And I got extra dining dollars. I got to get rid of this for the end of the quarter. And I went and bought pints of, of like the specialty ones, oh, and then we yeah, just yeah. gave those away. It was like the prizes or whatever. Yeah, I got nice. I got American Dream, and that's I like American. That's the first time I had it actually. Yeah. It's the first time I had Ben and Jerry's. Dude, American was a film club. Hey? American Dream is so disappointing. What? Wow. Yeah, no, dude. It's oh, got a little bit of chocolate, but not too much. Hell. It's not the greatest, you know. Got that crunch. It's fine. It is. <laughs> it is okay. Uh, personally, cookies and cream. Oh, yeah, no, kids, Cookies so. and Cream is, like, easy top tier. <laughs> is American Dream Colbert's? Yeah, yeah that was, yes. that was yes. a fun fact. That was back when he was doing the Colbert Report. Uh, 
Shouts to uh, what introduced me to politics. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this movie we chose this week is Black Panther. Woo! Yay! Directed by Ryan Coogler. Yes. This movie, sensational with uh, not even not even not just domestically, but internationally as well. Yeah. This film is it's an not, success of massive not only success. Critical so success, good. but box office success. Hold on a second, why? Pull up the box office mojo on this movie. It's like I'm. It's crossed like eight hundred million domestic. Right? Didn't it make more than Avengers? Yeah, I was gonna ask that. Was that's before like before Infinity? Okay, so not eight. It was seven hundred domestic. No. Uh huh. More than Infinity. Four was six hundred forty-six million. So total one point three. Holy four billion. So um, is that is that like more than Infinity War? I don't think it's more than it's more domestically. I think. Mm. Let's pull this up here. I, yeah, I'm pretty no. sure it's more domestically, but not, but not more internationally. Yeah. That makes sense. Because the Avengers is also you gotta hit that Chinese market. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Avengers. For listeners of the pod, I am Chinese, so I can say that. <laughs> I know this isn't a uh, visual medium, but you know. <laughs> uh, Avengers domestic was. 678 million domestic, so it was uh, beat out by like 22 million. It's actually substantial. Yeah, it's substantially. That's a, it's a good amount. Yeah. Especially because the movies came out like months apart. February, yeah. February, April, late April. Honestly, it doesn't even feel like they were they came out the same year. I mean, like that's probably more to say about. Dude, like, came out you're this right. Year. It was really close, huh? Yeah, they're really close. They're so long ago, like February. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's crazy. But yeah, so this movie, um, this is the 17th, 18th Marvel movie. <laughs> I can't. Oh, uh, I can't. what's the, uh, first, so what's the policy? What are we, yeah, what are we starting with here? No, 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 wait, wait, uh, oh. wait, sorry. What's the policy on Cursor? Yeah, oh, sorry. you can. Okay, okay sorry. Yay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. My bad. For a while on Apple Podcasts, we were cited under the clean lyrics. <laughs> so we had to fix that real quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Black Panther came out it's in the, February. Yeah, it's the 17th. 17th Marvel or something like that. It's know. it's around that area. The number they were getting That's so way so up many. there. That's so many, dude. Yeah. Uh, where are we starting with, though? Are we starting with Iron Man or starting with the Incredible Hulk? Well, they're both. Oh I think God! You're talking about the 2000. They both. They're both included. No, I'm talking about the uh, the Edward Norton. Uh, that, that's included in the MCU. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's included. Okay, okay so that's included. Because yeah, that's the like, isn't? Aren't they? You know, like they were released like a, a week apart or something. Oh no, a month apart as well. That time, like, and then we got like I think for two years until we had yeah. two. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, let's start off with initial thoughts and reactions of the film. Alright, yeah, let's uh... I'm sure it's everyone's glowing positive, I can't. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, is it cool if I start? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. alright, cool. Um, <clears throat> this, like, isn't a hot take or anything, but, like, obviously I fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. It's incredible, like, I love yeah. Kubler. He's um, really good. Like, love Michael B. So hot. Love my Everyone, let, let me just say, God. let me just say, everyone in this movie is so, so obscenely hot. hot. It's really, it's really something. So, yeah. so not only do we have Lupita Nyong'o, uh, yeah. the new, the newly crowned like sexiest woman alive or something. Wow. 
what? I, 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 might be, <laughs> I think I heard that somewhere. Oh There's, she probably made some less, but like you got, you got Chadwick Boseman, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you got Michael B, you know, yep. you have Angela Bassett, oh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. When she takes um, white. And like, last but not least, so good. last but not least, uh, Forrest Whitaker. Exactly. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker. He still got it. <laughs> but no, um, I love this movie. Easily my favorite Marvel and, movie. And sorry, because you didn't say it. Daniel Kaluuya, just because I can't <laughs> I just saw no, of course, of Widows course. before I rewatched Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, I don't know if you guys oh, saw Widows. No, you guys see Widows? Yeah, it's great. His eyes, I think I've decided through Get Out, Widows, and then watching Black Panther again, like, he has the most dynamic eyes. Like, he's just got crazy eyes that I love and, like, like freak me the fuck out in Widows, like, so much. That's football superior when he sits down and watches TV. Yeah. That movie, that's, that seemed to be sick to the song. It's yeah. how, like, that movie was very brutal. Yeah. Like, you know, but also, he, like, he's, stole he, it from he's me. like, he's just so unreal in that movie with just yeah. how like dark and like yeah. he's like because he plays it off like cool when he's normal but then when yeah. he gets violent uh-huh. when he gets yeah. when he gets to, like when he has to like handle business oh my god yeah he's so good so yeah the guy in the wheelchair scene oh, yeah no. even just the first like the rap scene, rap scene. Yes. yeah was just like, oh, oh, that oh, yeah. freaked me out, yeah. Is yeah. this a movie that I'm going to need to see? Yeah, you yeah. should. <laughs> you should. Yeah, you should. Okay. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you should. I said, I haven't been up to I know Viola Vi- Vi- got, like, a couple noms, yes. I think. I think it's yeah. going to get a lot of acting noms. I yeah. think it should have made more money. I think it's really it was. I think it was marketed so poorly. Yeah, that yeah. movie should have, like, blown it, up. I think, like, for me, I was expecting a heist film that was, like, Mm-hmm. action-packed mm-hmm. and energetic and turns out it wasn't about the heist at yeah, all. The heist is like mm-hmm. it's, it's all about the personal yeah, relationships yeah. and mm-hmm. that's that's exactly yeah. the re- I think the reason why it's not making that much money. I think they, did they try to sell it as like an Oscar movie before like a action movie? Because I was like, well, it's like, like Viola Davis and Liam Neeson and it's like a heist movie. That's, that's like, my problem with the movie is that it's it's like, oh, there's that person and that person and that person. And it gets to the point where I'm like, I'm looking at like an ensemble cast award here. Yeah. Just, I like that. Are you saying you didn't like that? No, I, just oh. like, I don't like. I didn't like how seeing. I'm seeing like everyone. Like, John Bernthal's in this movie. For yeah, like, for like, <laughs> I like that. I like that everyone had like couples. Like, I wish Michelle Rodriguez would have had more time, but um, I think she was really. For good. me, it's, it, sorry, I didn't mean to no, uh, For me, it's like uh, it's like they're all competing. It's like uh, mm-hmm. it's usually when you have like um, two big stars, three or four, right? But this is just like everyone's competing for like the biggest role you have mm-hmm. Colin Farrell you have uh, Liam Neeson you have John Berthold you have Viola Davis you have uh, yeah. Michelle Rodriguez you have Daniel uh, Kluya Brian Tyree Henry exactly yes. yeah. and you're just like I'm like everyone's just, everyone's like they're all A-list they're all A-list right mm-hmm. you also have yeah. a guy from, from The Godfather I'm, I'm missing his name right Probably. now the guy from The oh, Godfather Michael Doug it's not Michael Douglas I get these guys mixed up all the time Who's it's the old guy. Yeah, the, oh, the, the, it's the father. Yeah, the yeah. father. Oh, yeah. He's in. He's in a lot of guy. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he's also a big star too. It's like they're all just mm-hmm. conflicting. That's true. But it's not like conflicting bad. It's just yeah. like everyone's like vying for an award because they're all just really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. I feel like I feel like that movie could be done as like a show. 
It was a show initially. Whoa! What? Yeah, that they said, they said it was yeah. a it was See, a, like wow. a British show that was by Steve McQueen really liked as a kid. Oh, like he really liked it, so okay. that's where it came from. That's another thing, Steve yeah. McQueen. And Steve McQueen, and yeah. co-written by Gillian Gillian Flynn. Who did Gone Girl? Who did Gone Girl? Like Gone Girl and all those. Yeah. That's why I love directors that just says like every six years they're like I'm gonna come out and make a movie. I'm gonna make a movie I'm really passionate about. Do it really well, and then. I'm gonna go into hiding for like yeah. another six years and wait till I find another project. <laughs> like Lynn Ramsey does that too. She just does like a really home run, and then she's like, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna step back a little bit when I just you know, doing that paycheck or whatever. That or, sounds fun. Yeah. I think I think like that. Like yeah, that is that is like <laughs> literally like uh, goal A for me like as a creative to get to where it's like you can like really just like pick and choose your projects. You know yeah. what I mean? As opposed to like these director for hires. Yeah. Do for like. These big franchise films, which this mm-hmm. Black Panther is one. Which, yeah. In case you didn't know, this is the film we're talking about. It's different. Sorry, we should go back. It's it's different though. Do you cut stuff out of this? Uh, yeah, 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 we're okay. like, yeah, okay. how just let it go. We mean like keep the rep. Keep like forty-five to an hour. Okay. But if it just if it naturally flows and we have things to say, sometimes yeah. we like really like prying for like content, mm-hmm. like okay. forty-five. Mm-hmm. But. Um, if it's flowing naturally, we just like it. Okay. Cool. So, we, um, so I actually really want to, I, I do want to say, so yeah, like obviously Black Panther is a franchise film, but I think what I like so much about it is like, it really isn't like a lot of like the other Marvel films. Like I feel like this film is like so much more character driven than like, than like pretty much every, any other Marvel movie that I can think of, you know what I yeah. mean? And it's like, obviously like coolers behind it and all that jazz. So like, that's really that really, like, uh, makes this movie, like, stand out to me. You know what I'm saying? Did you guys catch that subtle thing at the beginning? What? There's no, um, there's no title cards or anything. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That's, it's, oh, yeah. It was very jarring because I started, I watched it on Netflix. And usually on Netflix, you're like, okay, I got, like, 15 seconds before I get right. like, sit in here. I'm going to pull my earbuds. First thing is, like, shot. Yeah, it's started up with. Yeah. And I think... Um, when you don't put like the Marvel logo, it does have it. It's in there, like I think it's like eighty-five minutes in or something like that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It kind of declares itself and says, "This is uh, instead of putting it at the front and letting people know like this is a Marvel thing. This yeah. is my own thing first, mm-hmm. and then it goes into it, which mm-hmm. is a subtle thing, but very important. I feel like. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I thought. Just going off the notion that this. Yeah, thing, yeah. Oh my god, I didn't notice that. I'm gonna have to. Rewatch it. Re-watch it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For me personally, I, I, what I liked about this one, uh, about Black Panther, that was different uh, than other uh, Marvel movies, is that the, uh, the like the moral, how do I say, the themes. The th- yeah, moral themes and uh, uh, motivations of each character, they're different from uh, oh, we just gotta save the world. Oh, absolutely. Justice prevails, and absolutely. that's it. You know, there's so much more. Uh, conflict and and there's right. like uh, like the 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 villain has you know points of view that uh, are kind of valid as well. Oh yeah, in, in comparison mm-hmm. to other Marvel villains, which that's kind of the the worst thing about Marvel is their villains most of the time. Yeah, but they really did a good job with this one. The fact that Marvel. Fucking Marvel like talks about colonialism is just like insane to me. Like to think about that. Yeah. Yeah. My take on this film, as I have like three things I really like about this film. One of the things is its ability to address uh, themes that you wouldn't see in Marvel. Like you guys just said, yeah. um, 
most of these Marvel films are so bad thematically. It's usually there's no complexity, right? So this the, mm -hmm. one of the best things about this film is that it can decide what it wants to be thematically. Where it's like it says it's not pandering to a moral compass. What I mean, it is to some extent, right? But it's not yeah. just saying I'm Captain America. I'm more, oh, I'm God. moral yeah. standard. Like mm -hmm. this is a like. But it's like Superman, right? It's like right. good no matter what. Mm -hmm. This one, there's like gray areas, and it's like you said, it's dealing with like colonialism and what, what like, what what is a, a someone's society like? What is their role in society? Like, are you supposed to let them stand by? Are you supposed to like stay hidden in the jungle? Or right, guys, right. Guys, um, or are you supposed to like let this go on? And it's so much more thematically complex than any Marvel film, which is mm -hmm. kudos to Ryan Coogler because yeah. Um, I think most Marvel films wouldn't even dare to do kind of something like this, especially because of Disney. They probably want to play it safe. Yeah. With most anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this film dares to be thematically uh, challenging and more complex than any other Marvel film. Um. Yeah, I think <laughs> <laughs> I literally Buckley thought, and I think that Black Panther is like a perfect movie. For me, at least, and honestly, just in general. But um, I will say I have two biases. One, I don't think I've seen any other uh, Marvel movies. <laughs> so Black Panther was the only one I saw. And not um, even Spider Man. Sorry, I just have uh, to put that in. Not the, not the, the Maguire. Tobey Maguire one. Tobey yes. Maguire. Okay. Yeah. No, the the whole, another perfect film. Nothing may I say. One, two, and three. The Holy yeah. Trilogy. Only three. Only three. Evil <laughs> Spider Man. You know, just to let you know, we always do a Spider Man reference on this as well. Oh, that's wonderful. Every episode. Wow. That is wonderful. Well, we just walk right. So in. do we like? Do, like, <laughs> do you guys like? Do you guys like sneak it in, or is it like? Uh, it's usually him bringing it. It's me. I always bring it. me. I love Spider. I love the Holy Trilogy. Dude, me too. It's just the best. Okay, so so here's my here's my hot take. My hill I'm gonna die on on this pod. Um, Spider Man three, not as bad as people say. Man. Spider Man three is amazing. It's 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 very I love enjoyable. it. I actually love it. it is my. I've said this before, but it's it's the movie that I watch the most of all time. <laughs> yeah, I've seen no, it like twenty five times. Me too. Me too. Because I had the DVD of it as a kid, and I just watch it all the time. It's just, it's great. I like being bad. Feel <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, anyway. Sorry, though. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Spider-Man's are cool. Uh, but I thought Black Panther was, like, a perfect movie for all those reasons um, and more. And also, like, uh, you know, I was super hyped for this movie. Everyone was super hyped for this movie. Like, my parents were super hyped for this movie um, because uh, they're African and they got to see a lot of stuff that, like, none of us were expecting. Like, there were a lot of, like, nods to... Uh, there were a few nods to like Ethiopian culture and this and that, which was like super hype. And my dad does not go see movies like ever. I don't think he's seen like a full movie in years. But um, he loved Black Panther. Um, the marketing worked. Yeah, I mean, we my whole me brother and sister all texted my parents and we're like, you gotta see this. You're gonna like super dig this. Um, but I do think it's a perfect movie because it's like what I okay what I assume a Marvel movie is supposed to be, which is fun. Like, uh, it's a superhero story. Um, but yeah, mostly the balancing act of like uh, the, the message and the content about um, being black and being African and being in the general diaspora um, in America or in other countries and this and that and kind of the way that it, yeah, you have Killmonger who's like a really interesting 
antagonist and has uh, a lot of uh, viewpoints. And I think one of my favorite things is that every character has a separate philosophy that I think was like really important to me when I saw yeah. it. Um, like everybody has a different like viewpoint on what's going on in the situation in the movie right. that kind of reflects onto like real philosophies that people have now um in terms of uh you know everything good that's going on i love ryan coogler mm-hmm. um i was really excited for this movie for so many reasons love everybody in this movie <laughs> literally everybody um they're all great yeah i like yeah i genuinely and i think that like for me I haven't seen, like, every movie in the world, but I think it's, like, the most perfectly balanced of these two things. It's, like, blockbuster, like, action Marvel superhero movie and this, like, really, like, tackling these really complex ideas. And I've seen a lot of movies that try to, like, cover black identity, and I've seen a lot of them that kind of hit, like, the most surface-level points that I'm super used to, and I was, like, definitely coming in with, like like, a really concerned lens going into seeing Black Panther, yeah. I genuinely was like, I don't know what this is gonna do differently because it's such a big blockbuster movie and big blockbuster movies that I've seen that are like just like really just hit like the same surface level notes um, that have become really frustrating to me. And this was able to like just go into so many different layers. And it's so crazy because you only have so much time with each character, but everyone brings like a different philosophy viewpoint and a different story about and it and it's all very very easily reflected onto like real life and i love i love black panther so much <laughs> so good and, and like if you're gonna say like movie of the year like Ooh, we get if we're going it. into yeah, awards and stuff like what movie is more of a movie of the year than this yeah no i completely yeah. agree with that and that's what i'm saying completely um, agree with that i'm totally on the black panther best picture hype oh and the music sorry the music the music is, whole is pretty thing. good yeah. like i loved and i thought that was like eight grammys one of my eight grammy i'm so hyped for this yeah. like album of the, i was so surprised when i saw it up for album of the year like genuinely so surprised um, and I just really want to see what it looks like if they win, like, who goes on stage. Spring <laughs> everyone out. Spring everyone Spring a yeah. little TDE label. Yeah, Fuck yeah, yeah. Kend- Kendrick, though, should take the... Yeah. Oh, no, just because it's... Just because it's... It, he's, he's the... Yeah, yeah. No, I know, sure, but just because the two, you know, the... The two losses that he took for the other albums, which oh. is... Oh, yeah, I mean... Sad. So Kendrick's on it, right? Is it is it one of those things where they say like various artists or what is it? It's yeah, various artists, but he's the executive yeah. producer, mm. and he's like Loki on every track. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. God, I wanted to say just uh, what I liked about another thing is that uh, even though like each person had their own, uh, you know, uh, how do I say ideology and like uh, philosophy. Uh, some of them changed, you know, and that's that's what you yeah. don't generally see a lot character development mm-hmm. in Marvel films. Oh yeah, no, absolutely not, not. Generally, doesn't happen that often. And to see, you know, like how uh, T'Challa changes throughout the movie from yeah, what he yeah. learns about what happened yeah. in the past, right? And that changed like his whole outlook on life. Rest in peace, Sterling K. Brown. Yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we forgot. He's alive right now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. As of uh, he's December 12th, fine. he's still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. <laughs> yeah. Hotel Artemis actually pretty good, underrated this year. Uh, uh, he was in uh, the new Predator movie. Yeah, I heard that. Oh, oh, like yeah. the government agent and like, she was gone. I heard that was very bad. Meme. Yeah, I heard, it, I heard it didn't do well. Was it good or was it... Uh, I know a lot of people didn't like it. That was fine. 
There are all there are also a lot of problems on set, right? Like uh, some sexual harassment claims. Oh no, 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 no. that was um the director whose name I should know because I'm a big Shane fan Black. Shane Black had hired a longtime friend who was a sexual predator. Oh. And he was it's I, it sounded like one of those things where like he was having trouble finding a job, obviously. Yeah. Right. Um <laughs> for uh, obvious reasons. Uh so he like gave him a gig and he had been doing it for the last couple of movies Shane Black had done, like I think through Iron Man three. Don't quote me on this, but this is like from reading article back. Okay, so the nice guys is safe though. <laughs> no, I think it probably does. I just don't know who it is and I didn't I just read the article. This is like an article I read back in September when the movie came out. Hmm. But he yeah, he had hired this person and then Fox wouldn't cut the whatever scene was. I don't I couldn't see the person because he was obviously cut from the movie. Mm-hmm. But that was that, so Damn. Oh wow. Yeah. Um Movie of the Year though for me. Like this is a great the Predator? No, no, no. Black Panther, Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, it is, it is, you know, definitely like a great contender for uh, movie of the year for me. But I, I also really liked Sorry to Bother You and I was, My Spotting. Oh my God! Yes, Louis. I'm gonna, I would high five you, but just it was it. a podcast. Okay. Oh God. There we I don't, go. It's that's probably that I got. That's probably gonna yeah. peak. Um, but yes, thank you. Sorry to bother you was so goddamn good. It's amazing. And no one talks about that movie because I feel like no one saw that movie. Yeah. It's on Hulu, ladies and gentlemen. You, you go watch it. Definitely go watch it. We have a podcast on it. It's great. Yes. It's a fantastic film. Very weird, but amazing. All the performances there are also very fantastic. Oh my god, yeah. But also, yeah, blind spotting as well is something that I, I really, I really that enjoy. One. Yeah. I missed that one. Uh, I missed that one in the US. I missed that one in the U.S. like when it was uh, showing here, but because oh. I was in Dubai at the oh, time. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. But it showed late in Dubai, so I caught it in Dubai. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was one of the best films of this year. Uh, yeah, Jamie had definitely. seen it at a. Uh, he had seen it at um, Sif. Sif, yeah. Not on the screen, but I couldn't go to. Has Jamie been on the spot? He yeah, will be next week. <laughs> he will be next week. Yeah, uh, Batman Returns. Batman Returns. Cool. Um, yeah, this movie's gonna get. I hope it gets production design work. That's I think that's my second point. One of the other films oh, yeah. yeah. is phenomenal. It is. Uh, it definitely is. The yeah. Afro uh, futurism style that they use is pretty cool. Yeah, it's really like when you look at the comic books of adapting a suit or anything, right? Mm-hmm. It is hokey as hell, right? These things look so bad. If you ever look at like the CW stuff. All that stuff is so garbage. Oh my god. That should tell you how hard it is to like adapt any kind of suit that looks good. Like even if you look at like the first phase of like Marvel films, they still look bad. Like the first Captain America suit looks bad. Yeah, it's all pretty rough. It's really hard to do this, right? So to do this like consistently suit is good though. Sorry. Why wish they wouldn't CGI the whole thing? No, no, the the Spider Man, Raimi Spider Man suit. Fair enough. Everything's the best perfect. Suit. Everything's perfect. In those it's just so good. <laughs> just perfect films. Perfect films. Perfect, perfect films. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in this film, they do such a good job at, um, like, just getting the name of the details right. If you look at anyone's costume, you know, like production mm-hmm. design, costume design, all just like on point. Oh yeah. Um, T'Challa's the coolest looking dude I've ever I seen. I just wish they wouldn't see Jai the suit. Hey, yeah, kill Mongo. I'll say, I was gonna say, of the two, yeah. the, the gold one, I was really like, listen. <laughs> the gold one's gaudy. You hurt T'Challa. You, you hurt T'Challa. Yeah, he, the, the whole point is him to not be seen. He's a yeah. simple man. I like the flashy. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I hope this film gets a production design award 
I, I, oh, win I think it probably. Will. I think it probably will. I think um, it's a safe bet for. What else is it design. against? Like uh, what period else piece films? Been? Probably the favorite. We'll get Ooh, a costume design. I, <laughs> I want to see the. Favorite. It looked great. Period <laughs> um, pieces, you should do it. The Harry Potter film, we'll probably get one. So it, it was nominated and didn't it win the last time. I don't think it won. I can't remember. I'm I can't remember sure. was that one year was competing. That year was weird. Or not. I can't remember. It was 2016, 15 when the last Harry Potter thing has to be. No one needs to see those movies. Please don't. It's gonna, it's gonna be up against Stars Born. I'm not talking about a Stars Born. No, no, let's let's do it. The makeup people should get an award for making Bradley Cooper's face so red. For making so gross. So so we're not gonna out of principle. We're I'm not gonna talk about Stars Born after this. But one thing I will say that Helena and I noticed, which is hilarious, is like throughout the movie, Bradley Cooper like is getting like more and more sunburnt and like oh. more red in so the movie gross. and like it doesn't make any fucking sense everything so <laughs> anything I don't like I don't like anything but Lady Gaga she's what? got a nice voice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my one takeaway we, we, uh, we all knew that I though. was like damn she's got a great voice <laughs> she's gonna be an actress nom like, uh, yeah fine I don't like it yeah no the movie's not great but you know Anyways, uh, Black Panther, yeah, it should get, like, awards for costume and whatnot. Not that I know anything about any of that, but it should definitely win. Um, I think, yeah, like, the way, um, they were able to blend, like, uh, a lot of, like, traditional African, like, clothings and looks and things like that with, like, uh, like, my, I rewatched it with my cousin and we were talking about it a bunch, and she was, like, my favorite moment is when like the first shot of um t'challa and uh nakia um walking through the town and it's a shot of a guy with like the big lip ring pierce and he's on like a oh. like a big tech thing uh-huh. yeah. it's like him talking and all that and like we were talking about it she was just like that's like my favorite part of the movie by far like just the way that they like that's just not something you'd like think you could see in real life like there's such a separation between uh-huh. like traditionalism especially in african cultures and like a modernism like especially like as like uh, a child of like African immigrant parents who came to this country there's a lot of like uh, uh, things you have to give up in order to fit into like a very a more modern uh, uh-huh. like uh, idea of like living and looking and the fact that they like just took this very like futuristic like uh, technological and just like like communication vibe all that with like the very traditional look yeah. and all that I was just like oh that's so sick that's so cool yeah. <laughs> oh my god I love it I don't know if anyone noticed, but like right after that, uh, you can see Wale. Hmm? What? Yeah. You just what? there. He's just there. You can see who? Wale. Really? Well, I don't know. He's a rapper. I never know. I never noticed yeah, that. Yeah, really? There. Yeah. I did not know that. Also, another cameo. Another cameo that is really <laughs> fun, actually, is. Uh, What's his name? The guy in the daily, Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah, I've heard this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the voice of the airplane that uh, Martin Freeman. Of like this, oh. the AI system yeah. talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Hmm. yeah, I saw who saw his name at the end of the credits, and I was like Trevor Noah as like Gimmit or something. Yeah. Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, where is it? I think it's that. Yeah, oh, it's right there. Oh, it was right there. This is exactly there. <laughs> Let's see. Any minute now, Netflix. Podcasts yeah. oh, yeah, are a visual medium. <laughs> yeah, this is what I was right, talking yeah. about. So yeah, right after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Holy crap! That's so cool. Damn. 
Also, I love her earring in this scene. I love her little. Yeah. <laughs> oh, everyone looks so good. I wonder how long it took to do the production, like the pre-production on this film. Like sometimes movies get like their pre-production like three months. Like I wonder. I just oh, I I like fascinated by the technical aspect of this. Like how how long did it take for everyone to make all of these mm -hmm. intricately designed things? Like, if you're looking, like even looking at the street scene, like right? Yeah. Like how many designs are yeah. on these people's it's clothing? Such and just a how? Good. Yeah. I love intricate so each one is like yeah. they're stylistically different too yeah like especially the tribes when you mm -hmm. see that um when they're what, all the, the ritual what is it how to describe oh the, it? The, ceremony. the ceremony of the black Panther ceremony thing. you see all the, the individual tribes and they're all mm -hmm. uniquely styled too yeah mm -hmm. so i just, just curious i'm sure i could find out on imdb or like uh how long, how long it took to do pre-production on this film but mm -hmm. it's so good really just great stuff um, I mean, wasn't it in, like, uh, planning for, like, three years or something before? I don't know. Marvel is just... Whatever. I have, anyone on the podcast is, you know, I'm not a big fan of Marvel in general, so... Ooh, oh, oh, whoa, 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 hold up. Ooh, what? Yeah, this, I did not know this. Oh, you know, me? Like, this I don't, new information I about superhero films in, like, general. You guys know this? Yeah. No! I think Jamie even, like, ranching I think your love, I think your love for fucking Man of Steel, like, kind of overshadowed everything for me. <laughs> Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Man of Steel is one of the films where I saw it in high school and I remember being very fond of it uh -huh. and I don't want to go back to it. <laughs> I understand that. Because yeah, I that. Yeah. I'm sure if I look, because I look back to it now on like 500 of Summer or like something like 50-50 or a big fan of it in high school but you go back uh, and I'm yeah. like, mm -hmm. yeah. Tom's kind of a dick here. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. 500 Days of Summer is like, Definitely kind of a relic. You gotta know, like, yeah. every movie is problematic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Especially so, at oh, point. That's why, though. film plays don't want to go back to touching. Okay. They just want to preserve that notion of yeah. 2013 when that film came out. Mm -hmm. uh, but me, like, I never heard me and Jay rant about how we don't like superhero films anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Sometimes, uh, sometimes we're at the other end of the table. Superhero films, I feel like we're getting really tired. So, so well, like, yeah, this is the seventeenth one. Oh my god, so yeah, it makes sense. no, that's understandable. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I'm I'm right there with you. To be completely honest, I the majority of Marvel films I think are like just kind of boring. Yeah. You know, I had to eat my own words though. We saw a screening of uh, End of the Spider Verse. Oh, that that's different. That's different that. though, right? I have one complaint about that, and I haven't seen it yet, and this is why. I might not see it. Peter Parker was supposed to be played by Tobey Maguire. <laughs> oh, really? And wow. didn't happen. Uh, the older one, the Jake Johnson character? Oh, Lord. Yes. Oh, and the guy from uh, New Girl? Yeah. I, I recognize him. his voice. I though. love <laughs> him. That's like I mean, sure, but I mean, Tobey, though. Yeah, that's, no, that's Again. fair. That's fair. I didn't they know have, that. They have references to the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man there. Oh my god. You're gonna, you're gonna like it. Alright, okay. I gotta, I gotta yeah, see no, it. I guess, Louis, Louis, we gotta go see this. Yeah, <laughs> I saw they have John Mulaney playing a little thing. Yeah. I just, I just, I'm just so <laughs> invested in John Mulaney and animated things. After <laughs> his voice is just so have you guys, have funny. You guys, have you guys all seen Big Mouth? No, I no. What? Oh. I, saw your, I saw your tweets on Twitter. I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love, yeah. Well, I mean, I would say me and Mark well, would uh, you know. campaign for you to finally watch it. Oh, I know. And, yeah. then, and then once I finally did, immediately hooked. It's so funny. In um, like a very, like, like, season one came out and not no. a lot of people watched it. And it was like my genuine guilty pleasure. I was like, 
It's definitely it appeals to like anymore. a younger middle school prepubescent boy there level was something of humor, on and I love it. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, hit you there was something on IndieWire that's ranking the top TV shows of all time, and they like made the top ten. They what? what? Yeah, something like that. That's funny. Someone named Big Mouth like top ten. Good for uh, them. So it's good. Where was Bojack? Oh, he was up there too. <laughs> I love Bojack. I love like listening, going through listicles and be like, like, what opinion am I gonna scoff at now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, now is like prime like scoffing at listicle season. Yeah. We got that. You, those that, top ten lists. Yeah, we got all the year end lists. You know, what I mean, Some, yeah. someone had posted on Twitter. I just wish I could credit them. They said, um, <laughs> "It's the end of the year." Put in the show notes. Rank art, which you can't really do because it's objective. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. What's it called? There's this movie that everybody, uh, like all critics are sometimes hyping. Bohemian Rhapsody was good. not good. Oh, what? Okay, so here, here's the thing. I don't think it was like great, but I think it was fun. I had a good time. There was, it could have been, been better. It's a long musical. It could have been better, <laughs> yeah, though. You, you heard about the like, Sasha Baron Cohen uh, stuff yeah. that was going to happen. What? It was originally going to be starring Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, okay. Uh, the guy who what happened? Uh, well, he wanted to portray Freddie Mercury in a more realistic manner uh, with all the like, controversy. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And that queen didn't like that because they were producing the film. Yeah, gotcha. So gotcha. they, uh, yeah, they didn't I mean, I'm a huge drama Malik fan. I didn't see Bohemian I'm a huge drama Malik fan. I love that guy and I wish him the best. I yeah, heard there was Mr. stuff with like, the great. director though, right? Like, yeah, didn't the director? Yeah. 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 He's an act director, if you ask me. He's doing these X Men movies. He did Superman Returns. He did. What was it? He had one great film, which was The Usual Suspects, right? Oh, Brian Singer. Brian Singer did like one really infamous famous movie at the end of the nineties that got him the X Men gig, and then ever since then he's been doing um, X Men. He stepped away to do Superman Returns, which wasn't that great, Mm. and then he just kept doing X Men, X Men, X Men, and then in this film. And like halfway through, he got booted from the project. Um, so I don't know what it is. Brian Singer, rumors about him in Hollywood not being a great guy. Yeah, unconfirmed. Yeah, so yeah. Um, well, I heard and I heard this. I think on a podcast. So I don't know. I didn't do any backup research, but I heard it was because like Robert Malik had like. Like, he, like, there was, like, yeah, like, he was, like, I don't remember if it was yeah. 100% sexual assault yeah. or what it was. It was something that he had done that he was, like, I'm not working with this guy. I've heard that, too. And then, like, it took, like, a long time for him to get fired, and then they, like, got, but because he st- he was there for, like, a significant amount of, like, shooting, they said that if it gets, like, an Oscar win, like, he could be the one to get the award yeah, or something like right. that. Yeah. But I don't think it's getting any noms or anything. I mean, it did get some noms in the Golden Globe. I mean, Remy, Remy's going to get some noms. Remy's going to get some noms. Which, oh wait, speaking of, because you guys said it was basically a big music video, it's nominated for drama. Like, Sparsborn and Bohemian Rhapsody are nominated for drama. Yeah, and that's like, Vice so weird. and whatever are nominated for it Best was, Musical Comedy. That's so weird. It's which weird. Which I don't get. I think it's because, um, what is it, Adam McKay directed Vice, and there's probably like... There's probably a couple of jokes in there. So why is <laughs> Star Wars Born and Bohemian Rhapsody up for drama when there is straight up... Because the musical comedy category like makes no sense to me. The, the division g- makes no sense to me. <laughs> the musical or comedy and what yeah. ends up in there makes no sense to right, me. Right, but the right, fact right. that you had like two like music movies like just straight up mm-hmm. that I could actually check off and be like, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. it's like not there. 
The Golden Globes are always weird. Yeah, the Golden Globes have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, that's, but, like, that's, that's why it's fun. Old. The voting block is completely different. It's the Hollywood Foreign Press. I don't know what that entails. It probably yeah. means just correspondence from, like, I guess, The Guardian, which is a British outlet in the LA. I don't... I'm not gonna pretend. To, I'm not gonna pretend to know what the Hollywood Foreign Press means, but it's a totally different voting block mm-hmm. than the Academy. Yeah. Uh, my biggest thing is like you see like something like um, uh, you see something like Raheem Rhapsody, and you're like, this beat out like all these other films, right? So yeah. it's, you're like, what didn't get put in there? Um, mm-hmm. So like, I'm not sure like what's the op- like what is the uh, the qualifications of some of these films? Like Roma wasn't in there. Um, if Beals, no, if Beale Street was nominated, it was. It was. Right? Yeah, yeah. I was pretty sure it did. Um, Blind Spotting, I don't think, was nominated. But, like, Black Klansman also. Black Klansman, I would say, is, like, on the same level as Sorry to Bother You, because it was released in the summer yeah. and didn't get a lot of hype, but I guess it is now. It got more than Sorry to Bother You. Oh, a oh, lot yeah. more than yeah. Yeah. Spike. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Spike alone yeah. will get a movie yeah. hype. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know it was that big of an Oscar winner. I guess I'm out of the loop. Well, it was, it was supposedly like the first, you know, oh, this is the Oscar, start of the Oscar season film, basically. Mm-hmm. Black also, like, I don't know, aren't people saying, like, this is, like, gonna be his, like, potentially his, like, redemption, like, because he's never, he's been nominated, has he been nominated before, or he's just never been nominated? Uh, for I'm pretty sure he's been nominated. Oh, Spike he's been nominated Jones, Spike Lee. Spike Lee. Chance. Yeah. Yeah. I keep getting that mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, did he get one for Do the Right Thing? I have no idea. Oh, I'm sure he's a I just know he's one of those that's like, oh, like, it's been this long and he still hasn't gotten anything. I don't remember if it was any nomination or any, okay, like, so you, win. Uh, you got Best Original Screenplay nom for Do the Right Thing, yeah. and you got a nominee for Best Documentary Feature for Four Little Girls, which I don't know what that is. Did he have no nominations for Malcolm X? Uh, I looked up Spike Lee Oscar noms, and those are the only two. That's sad. Malcolm X. X. Jesus Christ. Malcolm X is like, honestly, the best biopic. (laughs) To be, there's no, there's no better one. I don't think. He got an honorary award in 2015, which is like a slap in the face. Yeah, it is a slap in the face, especially if Malcolm X wasn't nominated for anything. That's, that's crazy. I have so many problems with the honorary awards. It's like, why don't you just get it right the first time? I guess, yeah, I guess that's, like, like their uh, way of, like, rectifying like things. Phoenix. I think it was, like, Albert Hitchcock on Honorary Award. He's like, well, you guys are fucking assholes. <laughs> that's like, hilarious. I got nominated, like, three times in a row for, like, Vertigo, Psycho, and something else. Mm-hmm. He got nominated, like, three... I think he got... I'm... Did him or Stanley Kubrick. Both of them didn't get Oscars. Yeah, yeah. Regardless. It doesn't matter. Um, Suicide Squad has more Oscars than them. <laughs> yeah, that's, just, that's outrageous. Um, Wait, what, we, what was the topic of the conversation? I can't remember. <laughs> we were talking about Black Panther no, no, originally. We can talk about the awards because I genuinely have a lot of... Because I think, I feel like I have a lot of insight into Black Panther because I really liked it and I spent a lot of time thinking about it yeah. and looking it up. Mm-hmm. I don't have that much insight into how award season works or what mm-hmm. that entails and all that. So, like, I am just curious, like, does Black Panther actually have a shot I, at I think a best of or win? I think it might. It, um... Is it up for comedy? No, it's up for drama. It's okay. up for drama. Wait, then no. Yeah, yeah. Then um, no. But like... So. Uh, the criteria to get into co- comedy is like, you have to have like two jokes. <laughs> two <laughs> jokes yeah. in your head. <laughs> um, like, Golden Globes, Oscars, whatever. Because like, again, 
I think it is a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it has done something that I've never seen a movie do, which is, like, balance these, like, incredible, incredibly, like, just other side, like, entertaining fun and, like, very important, not talked about complex, like, thoughts and issues yeah. about, mm-hmm. like, and if we're going into this thing where, like, Oscars and awards and movies are just shit at diversity then black panther is like which i don't want it to get like a like an overcompensating award type thing like i think it is i still think it is like because that's what we're talking about that's what the grammys have been doing for the past two years it's like these overcompensations because they don't know what the fuck they're doing so like all these like i think the nominations the past few years have been so weird and so whack at the grammys and it's 100 percent just them trying to figure out what they've been doing wrong in years past and that's where I think the Oscars are as well. And like everyone should to be honest, but like it's just like this like uh, you know, everybody's just like really behind on what's on what's going on. And so yeah. I think in Astral. terms of that, like Black Panther's just kind of the perfect movie, especially right now. <laughs> and it's like the biggest movie of the year and it's just so good. It is the biggest movie. And it's just done genuinely what I think is just like the has never been done before. Like it's like it like really really like yeah just, yeah I don't know man um, no. and there's more I made notes okay. <laughs> oh my god oh, I just want to say before before we get into the notes uh, I I do have a couple criticisms what for the wait, film I'm wait 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 <laughs> how dare you what like actually the hold on wait I want to there's so many topics we talk about. This probably going to be like an hour and a half long. I don't care. It's a very long movie. It's 45 um, minutes so far, so I mean, like, we're doing, doing too well on time. Um, okay. Uh, the best notes I've ever read. All right. Hold that thought. The cool one. The awards thing, right? Yeah. What did you think of when they announced the popularity awards? That was... That oh! Was, yeah. That, yeah, okay. That pissed me off because that was the quote. Black Panther award. It was so weird. Yeah, yeah, that and it was just like that pissed me off because yeah. it's like, oh yeah, well for obvious reasons, like yeah. it's, it's just like yeah, it was the this is the award we're gonna give Black Panther because we don't want to, to and it. don't think yeah. it should be like up there with all these other movies. And I'm they took it off, right? Yeah, yeah. or they're postponing it. Yeah, which means like never gonna happen. Yeah. Thank God. Oh hell. And oh. also like it's just like it's like because are they still? Like cutting the technical categories from the live street from the live. Yeah, they're not showing those on air anymore, which yeah. I think is insane. Yeah, you only have twenty four. Yeah. Why don't you just like cut like one of those musical acts, right? Or why don't yeah. you cut one of these bits down? I'm or something. fine if Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper don't perform. Why don't, why don't we uh, throw in like maybe instead of having like fifty commercial breaks, we can have like fucking like. 47 yeah. or something. Just, I don't know. You, <laughs> you can only stream it if you have like a cable account, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like ABC that hosts this, right? It's a public mm-hmm. network. Right? right. Why don't we just, you know, make it available online? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, the popular thing was like... It was if you're listening, yeah. YouTube, get it. Get it. Oscars. Yeah. And I was reading an interesting take on the, the popularity award about like people, before this was canceled, that people were speculating about like, what could be like the worst thing that could happen with this. In the popularity award, like, what would be so vague when they announce it, right? What mm-hmm. were the metrics? Is it box office numbers? Is right. it like, mm-hmm. is it um, just like, I guess, sheer word of mouth? People were like, there's an article I read saying this could be like a way to just put like the minority word in there, right? So you right. can put like, instead of getting something like Get Out, Get Out probably would have been yeah. awesome for this too, where they would say instead of giving it a best picture nom, we're just going to shove it into the popularity award yeah. and never give the credit to. Or you could do it something the same way with like, um, 
like I guess the like uh, for the um, I'm trying to think of the word drawing blank like like for like what if we did for like game movies too like mm -hmm. they'd be really popular movie like Moonlight could have been shoved in the popularity war too Grand Moonlight is you know I don't think it's more it's like artistic merit right yeah. 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 there's there's like a really popular um, movie featuring like minorities right they would just shove it in there. Yeah, and they just wouldn't give it the credit. They would definitely yeah. shove crazy rich Asians into there. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. And I also think if we're going again into why I think Black Panther is a perfect movie, um, I think that um, God, what was I going to say? Because yeah, putting a popular category and putting Black Panther into there, and basically is just like confirming this idea that Oscar movies are their own thing. They're mm -hmm. like super artsy, and mm -hmm. only the smartest people are going to get them. And yeah. like. It's like you can't make something that, that appeals to everybody that is also like intelligent. That, yeah. that is also like quote un intelligent and that like the real quote like artsy folk are gonna yeah. understand. Like it's just kind of shoving away the idea that that is a possibility that can exist. And Black right. Panther, again, is like, in my opinion, one of the first movies I've ever seen that like tantal that did, that did the, the fun, that did the Marvel superhero movie that did the complex like issues and like tackling a lot of really interesting ideas while also doing like representation while also doing like it looks really good mm -hmm. while also doing like the music is sick and all those other things you know yeah. like I think adding a popular category is just another way of dividing what right. movies can be and who can see what and who can like what and yeah. I think it's just like just making the divide even bigger which is like so unnecessary and yeah. so stupid yeah. it's just like elite it's just elitism, elitism exactly. yeah at the chorus stupid yeah, yeah. At the chorus super condescending yeah. right yeah. i mean like um like where you were saying like the idea that like oh it's like a certain kind of movie it's a certain kind of like director certain kind of people that like get oscars it's like that that definition is like is is basically code for like it's white people that get oscars you know like like historically yeah. speaking that's kind of. that's what it is you I know mean, what I mean? straight that's out what Compton, you know that that year, straight out of Compton, Oscar so white. Yeah. <laughs> it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It keeps happening. So, you know, that's just how it is. So, yeah, man. Uh, thank God that fucking atrocity of an idea is dead now. Yeah. Uh, I, I read that was stent award, honestly. I, I, I don't... We're, like, I know it's another technical award, but, like, if we're... I feel like uh, stunt awards are oh, probably one of the most... Yeah, that's something. Yeah. That is something. Categories. It needs to be done actually stunts yeah. yeah yeah i watched wow. a video on like a stunt girl talking about what she did and i don't think i understand what stunt people did she was like yeah i jumped like eight feet onto this moving truck and i was like what they let anybody they let people do that like i guess that's your job if you're a stunt person but she's like a lot of legal life no love Maybe yeah <laughs> we can just showcase like seen drive yeah yeah of course seen drive what? Who's driving the car? That's stunt driver. Okay. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, what, 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 is there another bullet point? Oh, yeah. Yes. Back to your yes. I wanted to say, yeah, look, what I'm didn't not, you like? It's not that I think... Is it his hair? You didn't like Michael B. No, no, hair? no. There's, it's minor. It all, both <laughs> issues are minor, obviously, because I, I love this film. It's one of my favorites this year. But, I mean, I, I find, you know, I have criticism for even, like... Pulp yeah. Fiction and stuff isn't. I yeah. don't think any movie is completely perfect. Mm -hmm. The only issues that I had uh, with this with Black Panther uh, was uh, one of Daniel Kaluuya, like one of his moments where he tells uh, 
King T'Challa that uh, your your father did nothing for thirty years. Oh, and, and I thought you would be different, but it's more of the same. Yeah, I'm like, bro, give him a chance, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it was just one. It was literally one day. I mean, I remember that. Give him, give him a little time. You and know? he had him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like he did more in one day than his father did in thirty years. He had him. He lost him. He had him and he lost he had, him, but he, yeah, he, but he, he lost. But he did have him. But he actually did but try to get him. His father didn't try to get him even in the first place. Mm-hmm. Really? But no, he did. I understand that. See what I'm but I also just so, understand. That's 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 one of them. That's, it's very minor. Yeah, yeah, it's a very very small thing. I'll like it's not anybody, a <laughs> not a not a problem. You know, not doesn't take away yeah, from definitely. the movie no, in its entirety. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, though, uh, some of the fight scenes were just like average you know they're like eh, i've scenes, heard you know. people say that like after i saw the movie and then when i reacted the other night i was like this is great like this is hitting every point for me like the fight scenes i don't know i don't know what i like i don't know necessarily me, what i like, need in a fight scene but i was like this that's is, the thing i'm this that, is i i kind of don't like that traditional marvel fight scene where it's like oh so many this guy moves from like one end of the city to yeah. the other end in like in yeah. two minutes uh, or Civil like War. from one floor to the other floor. So like well, most Marvel films, actually. Civil War. Like Civil War, yes. But Civil War had some really good moments in there, which, like with with the guy with the villain, because he can't fight. You know, that's that's what happened. But what yeah. I'm trying to say is like basically, I wish the fights were just a bit shorter, because I think they would have driven the point home uh, better if it, if they were shorter. I actually. Yeah. Oh, you go. Okay. Um. I I actually agree. Like I'm not. I'm not crazy about the fight scenes in that movie. I think, um, I think like the best fight scenes are when you can really, you can really sort of like feel like the impact of like all the hits and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so it's like I didn't really feel that with this so, one. So so with the you know Michael B. Jordan fighting, uh, oh child, god, I hated that fight. You know you hated it. I kind of like that because I kind of like the fact that he got hurt and it was a serious thing. You know like there was there was consequences. Wait, about he got stabbed. Yeah. Spoiler alert! He get, uh, I mean, yeah, so he gets <laughs> yeah. I mean, who, who hasn't seen this movie? To yeah, be right, right, right. You know, if you haven't seen this movie, I don't it's think you listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's on yeah. Netflix. What are you guys doing? Come on! Exactly. <laughs> but you know, I, I kind of. <laughs> I kind of like those fights. Go home, short. smoke, and watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of like those Close fights. You know, when when they were you know fighting for the king, position of the king because they were short. And they oh, were that realistic. fight scene. Those, like, okay, those, those, no, those like are those. impactful because I like those. you feel every yeah. everything that's going on. I like know? those. I didn't like the casino. Like the casino. I, oh, love, I love the, the casino. casino. I think the casino scene yeah. is like really fun. I think I'm like the awesome. I think the Which casino scene way. is good. I think the end where he's like on that train, everything CGI. No, no, that I don't like the CGI train one either. I like the I ones where they're all just like rolling. I like the ones in the waterfall place. You know where. Where he I throws like throws them off and that was the first one. So there's, two, yeah. there's two of them only, and they're both really good. That's what I like the most in terms of fighting. The other ones they just seemed like too out there. Like it, it seemed like like it looked like people I, were well, you didn't were like being when taken. That, you didn't like when they, uh, and all that. I could like visually visually see like the how they were doing it. Yeah, and, oh, I 100% you know it was it was. It kind of looked unreal. I'm super dig. I really love the casino fight scene, and I yeah. love that moment when the music comes in. Oh, and that, so the start of it is amazing. Just like, like, oh my god. The start of it is amazing. Like when they come in and, yeah. and you know, pray for me plays. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's amazing. It starts off great, mm-hmm. and like he goes to meet the agent, and it's 
I'm like, yes, this is going to be a very high intense, uh, high intensity scene. But I feel like, you know, wh when you have that type of fight scene where it's like so much damage all over, it kind of mm -hmm. takes away from, from the impact of the damage. You know, when you, when you have it just like uh, explosions everywhere, the, the value of an explosion yeah. is less. Right, right. So that's why I feel like it should have been shorter. Just if, if it was just a little bit shorter and more contained, it would have been kind of like the old boy cell of action or, or uh, there, you know, the, have you ever, you've seen Daredevil, right? The, mm -mm. the first season? Mm -mm. No. Rest in peace. Canceled. I have not seen it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the only really, like, I think the best moment of Daredevil is in the second episode and they're like, he's fighting at the end and he gets tired and uh -huh. stuff and he keeps fighting and gets tired again. It's, it's such a fantastic scene and it's like one of the best fight scenes, I think, of all time. Okay, gotcha. Uh, and a lot of people just don't do that in Marvel films, which is... That's the thing. It was yeah. like... It was a typical Marvel fight. Yeah. I guess I do really like... I don't really... Not even that I don't mind the, like, choreograph. Like, you can kind of see all that extra... You can see how, like, they're just, like, so cleanly moving and whatnot. I think I actually really like that. And I think with, like, the casino part, like, I was so... For me, that was part where I was like, oh, like, child me would have fucking loved this. Like... Yeah the like these women in these dresses and they're just like going at it and it's so clean and it's so like uh just like i think that's where it's like so clean like and it's not yeah it's not like a visceral like you feel everything but it's just like so nice to watch like i yeah. just really enjoyed it yeah that was the one i thought was the most or the best well-directed film action is very hard to direct in terms oh, of oh yeah no it's because uh, yeah. it's it's not only how you shoot it but also how you edit it uh -huh. You want to maintain that kind of a uh, that visceral pace to it, right? And I feel like this one does the best at like creating a nice balance between cutting and also showing, which is yeah. I think um, what's her name, the lady from The Walking Dead, who plays Michonne, with the staff. Oh, Danny Girl. The one has the wig and she yeah. throws it. Oh, yeah. oh, god damn! What's it's her name? It's very well choreographed. It's like Danielle Girl or something. The actress. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She plays. Okay. Um, and that's one I like the most, but the, I don't like the ending because I feel like it, it's just like a lot of just CGI goop. Yes. Not like, yes. When I say goop, yeah. when I say like, I mean just like, like the suit looks so great, right? And at the end we're seeing all this CGI, right? And you can tell that it's not like up to yeah. compared to like whatever, like this scene right here. Mm -hmm. This is probably, I, we don't know. So Once again, visual media. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> where they're falling. We don't, we don't know what is CGI and what isn't it. Oh, this. Like. I mean, a lot of times, like, it just, their face is just rotoscoped onto the body, and you can tell. Yeah. Um, but, and, like, and then that's the same thing with the Marvel thing. You know, he's, you know, the person's not going to die, right? Yeah. Because you know, like, he's going to need sequels and stuff, right? Right, right. Um, but, I mean, I didn't think the action was too bad. I just didn't, like, when it just over line on, like, CGI. And you just, no, it's not horrible. Which is a problem which all the Marvel every films have. Yes. yes. Yeah, it's not an exclusive to this film either. That's what I. Yeah. It's just a. It, out of all of the, at least this one had, two fights which. Oh yeah. Were no. really really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the other films, they were just other Marvel movies to just regular fights. You know, they're just. Yeah. Yeah. People throwing story. people into different look areas. Look good the textures. I don't mean to cut you off. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Look how good the textures. Yeah. No, yeah. it's so good. Yeah. I just don't like when I. It's like the same thing with the Spider-Man suit, right? The yeah. whole thing is CGI. Yeah. Like they made a suit mm -hmm. that has all this great texture and they have CGI Tom Holland suit. I'm like, what are you doing? Just, show, just do the texture. Like, let me see that. Mm -hmm. you know? 
it's whatever. But at, doing this kind of like, I don't know, they, they probably can't shoot real, like a railway in the middle of a mining mountain. Yeah, yeah, obviously, because it's um, you, need, you need green screen for this is a, for stuff that you can't do in real life. This isn't a critique. This is just kind of like a, a weird no. I'm not because I'm not I'm not attached to the claw, but the claw is just, it's kind of like the Snoke, but like to a lesser extent. Oh my god! Introduced in um, Avengers: Age of Ultron he's as also, like a side character, and you think, oh, he's gonna be the next villain, something yeah, else, yeah. and then he's killed off. In this one, which is fine. And he's I mean, also like, a little bit. He's, he was there in, uh, for a little bit in Civil War, I think. If I'm not mistaken, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I yeah I think, at least at least his face shows up. At he's some probably point. in there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I'm not attached to Claw, so I wasn't expecting yeah. the Claw to be like this revolutionary figure, but he's just uh -huh. killed off. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. He reminds me of Snoke in the way, but Snoke is much worse because Snoke, you think he's gonna be like this Darth Vader kind of figure uh -huh. that you get more later, and then Snoke is just killed off. Hot take. I like that. That was the only time they actually stuck with the decision. I felt like Ryan, that I felt like Ryan oh Johnson got the script and God like, damn it. like saw J.J. Abrams' script, trash film, and then got his own script. And he's like, "Yeah, I don't like Thomas and kill him off." You know, it's better though because I wish he did that for everything he was trying to do. But now you have this weird. Like if, you, if, you if he killed J. J. Abrams, Finn off, Ryan Johnson, doesn't matter if he killed J. J. Finn Abrams. off. It would have been a better movie overall. Why don't you just give J.J. Abrams the whole trilogy if you're gonna like? And if he made Ray Ray the dark side as well, made her go to the dark side, that would have been good. All the stuff that they did, and if they killed Leia, would have been. It's just that so many things just changed at the last minute. I hate it. I, I very, hate it so much. I hate I, it so much. I it very, very, very. Very much disagree with what you're saying right now, I but I part. feel like that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, yeah. everything you're saying about the last guy is just is just wrong. No, it's, it's just entirely wrong. correct. We'll get into it. It's entirely correct. It's like a recurring thing now. We say everyone, if you have if you're listening to this podcast and we talk about the last Jedi, <laughs> we'll do a last Jedi episode. We yeah. always bring it up and goes at some point about. Well, that's last cool. Jedi. It's like a fun little uh, Easter egg, you know, for uh, fans of the pod. You know, yeah. um, fans of the pod. So all my friends are listeners. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, the claw is just not, he's not like a big figure. I just noticed him, like, he's oh, yeah. brought up, he doesn't, like, get his proper thing, which is fine. Cause he's whatever, man. Yeah, he was um, a good time, R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> he was a good time. One, one of the two white people in the movie. Yeah. Which, uh, three out of three white people. Three white people. Yeah, because there's the girl who sips the coffee at the beginning. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember that. <laughs> Which, Greg, I'm sure when you saw that in the theater, you were like, oh my god! Oh, I'm so offended. It's me! <laughs> <laughs> That's me! That's me! Um, I was a quick, quick sidebar. I have to tell a story because it's like very on my mind. Um, I know my coworker's not going to listen to this. So, <laughs> so, so, there's this new guy. What's your Twitter handle? It's going to happen. <laughs> I, um, he, he probably doesn't have a Twitter. He's probably a strict Facebook user, uh, just to kind of give you a profile. This guy. <laughs> oh but anyway, God. so I started working. I saw, uh, There's this new guy that sort of came into our office uh, like this week. And so yesterday we were talking about Black Panther. Um, and so he, he is white um, from the Midwest. Um, and so he was like, oh, uh, I didn't like Black Panther because I feel like all films should like cater to as large of an audience as possible and it's like bruh like your coded language isn't even coded good it's like just yeah. say just just say there weren't enough white people why couldn't it have just been called panther <laughs> like, like just say it bro like <laughs> 
<laughs> but didn't make so much money though. It's like one of the highest grossing films of all time. So like his argument is <laughs> like they should appeal to them. Like that's it's appealing to the largest yeah, audience. Yeah. That argu- like even if he just like removed the race, it's just such a bad argument in general. Like why would you want to have everything just be yeah. mass appeal? Right. Yeah. And it's, it's like listen, <laughs> I've been finding <laughs> ways to relate to white movies my whole life. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's definitely possible. <laughs> literally, to find literally, I've yeah. had no choice but yeah. to relate to white movies until this year. <laughs> <laughs> we do it. Yeah, dude. Um, I love love. Yeah. <laughs> Stop saying Wild Land's a white movie. Yeah. I didn't realize that John Legend was white. <laughs> Full disclosure, I fucking love Lala Land. Don't at me. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, not a fan of that guy. Hope he, uh, hope he. Yeah. Hope he, uh, Hope he a, finds a, his a, way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, That's so ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, time out. We need to cut this out. What happened to John Legend? We talking about? I don't know. I just, oh, are you, that who? What guy? No, I'm talking about to? the guy you work with. Oh, Sorry. the guy. Oh, I was like, I was like, no, 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 no. Super against that song getting. That song is. Anyway, out of principle. Hate that gonna, movie. Yeah, out of principle, we're not gonna talk about it though. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Back to. Back to. Uh, back to the task at hand, if you will. Uh huh. Yeah. Can Kendrick get an EGOT? Um. Well. Uh, He's gonna get a, He's not gonna get a Tony. He's not. But he's gonna, <laughs> Kendrick, Kendrick on Broadway. Kendrick on and uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Black Panther is gonna get some sort of musical nom. Oh yeah, are you kidding me? No, of course, yeah, yes. definitely nom. I don't think all the stars win? is all that. I love all the stars. Um, definitely not my favorite. I'm so for dead me. at King's. Uh, that song, uh, King's Dead getting a uh, Oscar or uh, what is it, Grammy nom? Oh fuck! Because it's just like cause the 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 one line. Oh my god! I the can't future one. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just Bloody am Bloody so Bloody hyped Bloody for that Bloody line Bloody. getting a nomination. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll never get the first time I heard it, and I was like, oh, yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. But um, yeah, the music. That's like one of my favorite, like, I think, like, what is it? The shot of Michael B. Jordan on the throne, the like camera oh, rotating yeah, yeah. shot. That Great is shot. My favorite shot. And it is such, like, a, with the music playing, I was like, this is such, like, a sick, like, music video shot. And it's just like, and just the way, because I think one of my favorite things about Black Panther is the way they did the music and everything. And like, I think it's super cute. I heard Ludwig Gorson, I think that's his name, spent like his honeymoon like traveling Africa with his wife to like get to like do the research and like get all the sounds and all that stuff. And it's just so good. Yeah, the soundtrack is definitely one of the, the best part. Yeah, yeah. The and film. that shot is just so sick. Does, it, like, yeah, does, it, count, does it count? It counts as original score, right? Not the there's it has the original there's score and then there's the Black Panther album which is not the soundtrack which is not which is not the, the original score yeah but yeah. It, it 
It has the score. It could get nominated for best original score is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. I hope sure. so because it's... Honestly, I don't think... Yeah, I don't think there's anything better this year. Yeah. Than I've seen. For music, for I real. Think. Other than, like, I guess maybe... Uh, stars born. I hope not. I honestly, I hope not. I'm top, I, all my Oscar predictions are based on like predicated on like what do I read from like 538. Like, what is what does 538 say? And what, what do they say for results? They don't have an article. Up. I, yeah. I spent so long in finals this past week. I haven't even bothered. I mean, I, I thought like the critic circles, but the critic circles have like little bearing on terms of what the voting block is. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like you have to look at the guilds. And that's mm-hmm. like gotcha. usually like in January, that's where my opinions form. But in terms of like soundtrack, soundtrack's great on this film. I don't think, I mean, for me personally, in my own bubble, I don't think anything can beat it. Yeah, same. And as someone who saw Stars Born yeah. and looked up the soundtrack, my yeah. it's one of those soundtracks that has the like little dialogue bits in it. And I think if your soundtrack has dialogue bits <laughs> in it, it should not count. Yeah. I mean, it's like a 28 no, track soundtrack. There's, honestly, no, there's not, I mean, there's nothing as uh, original as yeah. that this year. And I, I really hate, yeah. I hate it when like, uh, you know, Oscars for best scores go to, uh, just regular no. classical music Hans stuff. Oh. No. <laughs> you know. So I just looked it up on Golden Globes. Uh, their Golden Globe, which you know, no bearing as we mentioned before. Yeah, no bearing. They have a Quiet Place, uh, Isle of Dogs. Wait, Quiet? Wait, a Quiet Place? Yeah. For soundtrack or score? For score. Uh-huh. Uh, huh? <laughs> what? Yeah, A Quiet Place, Isle of Dogs. Do you see the title? Did they not read the title? First Man. First Man score is actually very good. I I don't know if it'll win over it. Uh, I think yeah, it's very first good. one scores. It's okay. I really enjoy okay. it. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see it. Hate that movie. We're not we're not considering. <laughs> Ouch. I hate that movie. I hate that movie. Claire Foy. Claire Foy is a, a prime example of a Toask. Um, there's one woman and she's concerned. Um, and she's gonna get a nom for it. Um, <laughs> listen, listen. The movie's very good. Like I get it. Damien Chazelle is very fucking talented. Is but it's like, Wait, does every shot need to be a close-up? Fucking yes. <laughs> does every <laughs> shot need to be a close-up? We get Fuck. it. It's like the documentary. It's we exactly must get it, Damien. Like it is so long. God it is damn. so long. I don't need to see... Like, I, love to Gosling. Gosling. Have, I love Ryan Gosling. I love Ryan Gosling. I don't need to see his face. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank so you. long. Thank you. I've seen. I, I watched it on IMAX, so it's even. It's even. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't care. This is shouting. <laughs> this is shouting. Okay. This is gonna peak. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking close. So many close-ups. Yes, Holy shit. Yes. He has two emotions. The I whole was movie. waiting. You're the first one. Thank you. Because what else saw that one. fucking movie, bro? <laughs> yeah. How How well did it do? Did it like? Not well. No. It didn't do well. That's it's not gonna get. It's gonna get like you mentioned the Claire Foy thing. Um, I only like, like, I only like the, or, the IMAX thing. Dude, in fact, um, I don't even think Ryan got like a best actor nom. No, because he's really re- he like his thing in that movie is he's very reserved and yeah. he's like I think the, we were talking about this last week. Yeah, yeah. The Oscars like really like visible. There, I mean, I will say he's great in that movie. Like I think yeah, he's yeah. really fucking good. In that Amazing, movie. but I, I'm pretty sure it's probably gonna be uh, like Vice. Uh, Probably yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to getting see Getting a second it. Oscar. Uh, if nothing else, to see, like, Christian Bale's gross Cheney chin, like, yeah. moving around. I love that. <laughs> I love that Twitter pic that was going around when they first showed him really fat, the fat Batman. <laughs> <around>. <laughs> I have not seen that. <laughs> yeah. 
No, man. Uh, I'm so I'm so happy somebody else like shares that opinion. Yeah, I mean, so it, it's. Oh man, I, I was like, just disappointed because like I love Whiplash, like I love La La Land. Yeah. Um, I really liked. Uh, I actually really liked Guy and Madeline on a park on a park bench. Mm-hmm. Like so, like I. I like Damien Chazelle's movies, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And so um, having him like pair up with Gosling again after La La Land, I was like, okay, this is going to be great. It's a biopic, so it's very oscar baity. So, you know, like I could root for this, but... Uh, so many close-ups. Very boring. And so many close-ups. Uh, oh, my God. I don't think there was like a single tripod shot in that movie. <laughs> no. No. I think I'm discovering I don't like biopics i think that's what it is because i was really like i also love damien Chazelle, yeah and i also love space so yeah. i was yeah. like this movie is gonna well they're not in se- they're uh the- actually most of the movie is on earth that's a bummer so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but i like, really had no interest to see this movie for some reason and i think it might be because i don't like biopics i don't think i like biopics i think biopics for me are turning into too recent of figures like it's just people who are like I'm so are happy here. for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I think that's that's she's gonna be weird. Still that movie's like a, alive. So in my head, biopics are always people who are dead and old, and we know nothing about them, and we need to learn about them. As of as of December twelfth, two thousand eighteen, yeah, she's still alive. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> stop doing that. On the basis of sex, like those movies are 50-50, where the, you see the trailer and like. This movie has a 50% chance of being good, 50% chance uh-huh. of being bad. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that was the way for Beautiful Boy and it ended up being bad. Like, you didn't like it? No. I heard it was really good. I Damn. liked it. I did like oh, really have to pee during like the last 10 minutes. <laughs> so I left. Oh <laughs> no! It was, it was not no. happening. Yeah, it was oh, an my issue. God. So I missed the very like last couple oh, scenes. No. And came back for the last like two minutes. Oh, but no. I was like, this is a bummer movie, which I think it was supposed to be. That's the that's the Hedges movie, so right? Did what, no, that's Boyer. No, this is Boyer's, the Timothy Chalamet. Which I heard about. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Jen's back is the other so, one. So Boy Race is. Boy Race is the. Oh, okay, which gotcha. is also fine. I think other people should see the Miseducation of Cameron Post instead, but that's just my own hot take. <laughs> Mid nineties, pretty good. Very Mid nineties was interesting. What's what's happening with with that? I mean, oh, there's no, there's nothing. I, I, don't I don't think, think it was maybe that a spirit good. or indie. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's no, it's kind of it's also on my list of best movies this year. Like, definitely. Yeah, I mean, so, so I really liked that movie um, because, and Greg, you might be able to relate to this a little bit. But like, uh, growing up in California, like, I grew up around like so many skater dudes, you know. And it's like I really. Uh, so Jonah actually talked about this a little bit, like in some of his writings for A twenty four, but like. I really, really, really wanted to, like, fit in with that crowd, you know what I mean? Because, like, those were, like, the quote-unquote, like, cool, cool like, punk yeah, rock kids, you know what I mean? That's what happened in Dubai, but, like, a bit later. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so we got it. Uh, the only thing, the only difference was, like, from the film was that we didn't drink, we didn't do, uh, you know, any drugs, oh, but we didn't drink. They did, there, was, there was a lot of drinking. Oh. The cuss words were in Arabic, though, so... No, <laughs> I mean that's just. I mean, a, it makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> but other than that, it was very, very similar. I mean, the culture, like the, the hip hop, the yeah. uh, the clothing, all of that was yeah. almost exactly the, the same. Yeah, uh, the oversized, the oversized hoodie with the beanie, uh, even though it's like in the middle of a California summer. Exactly, is like so. Dubai summers, man. Yeah, it's dude. Hot too, but yeah. we're wearing like. You know, <laughs> huge. I mean, dude, uh, you gotta you gotta do it for the fit, you know. You if Rihanna can wear a fur coat in eighty degree weather, then you can wear that sweater. Yeah. You know? yeah. 
100%. I think Midnight is really interesting to me because the more I sat on it, the more I realized, like, and this is not super important, so we don't have to keep this, but um, <laughs> it, like, brought up a really interesting, like, question that I had never thought about because, like, I was really, and we saw it at the same screening, and yeah. someone addressed it, and they addressed it in a really weird way that I was not a, not happy with, but, like, they used the F word a lot in Mm-hmm. the movie and yeah. like uh, I remember this group we went to the girl was like addressing the kids and she was like what's up with that and that poor like 11 year old kid was that just like kid. oh I think that like it was Jonah he talked about it and this and that and he kept trying to talk and she just kept probing him and I was oh, like dude, that was leave this kid alone like yeah. he has no, yeah, he has uh, no idea that, what this sunny? is about yeah, yeah. yeah and one of the older kids tried to be like yeah he addressed it in an earlier interview and she just kept probing him and it was really uncomfortable but anyways the fact that they used it so much and he did address it and he said like oh it's just like reflective of the time he was like I thought a lot about it and I decided to keep it in because it's like super reflective it was like reflective of the time and it's like he's like I consider this to be like a period piece in that way a period piece of like the mid 90s um, oh, yeah, I definitely agree. And I was just like, I don't know if I'm okay with that. And like, I thought, and I was just like, which is like is weird because you know you got like Tarantino who's been getting away under mm-hmm. that like same yeah. logic for so yeah. long. Yeah. And but it's just like we're in 2018 now. Like people are more aware of like the general public is more aware of why these things are wrong and for what reasons. So even if it is a period piece, if this is something that's going to continue to live like in the future, and this is something that people are like going to be like, if if this is a movie made for young people and young people are watching this and learning lessons based off it, like does the responsibility to the period piece aspect like outweigh the responsibility to like future audiences and things like that. And that was something I never thought about before. That was like the one thing I took away from it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I definitely yeah. struggle with I, I definitely struggle with that too. Yeah, and I'm gonna say like I don't I wouldn't do it. <laughs> like I but I don't know, it was just something that I'd never thought about before yeah. because like you get like and Tarantino was the one that just kept popping up because I was like, Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Django was a slave movie and everything else, I guess I have a lot of issues with <sighs> Yeah. But uh, I was just like, I don't know. I don't know if this like works anymore. I don't think people should get to get away with doing this anymore. Yeah. I think it's an interesting question. Like similarly, that is the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which has Native Americans as like. Uh, oh, is that the one with like? The Coen Brothers. Wait. Zoe Kazan. It's oh. got like, a six-part anthology. Thing. Yeah, it's a. What's the one where movie. it's someone interviewing someone? Never mind. I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, it's it's on the same note with where do you want to be like a period piece or do you want to be like socially progressive? Mm-hmm. Um, that film kind of could, could fit in that debate too. Yeah, and so it's like, is it impossible to like do both, like be a period piece while also being like conscious of things like that? I think not, it should be. Not yeah. So it, uh, kind of, I think it depends on like what you're trying to depict as well. Like mm-hmm. if you're yeah. if you're trying to depict someone in a negative light, you could use that to yeah. to make it mm-hmm. so that it is the negative and mm-hmm. clearly but then again also some people even with that even though the director's intent is that it's uh, a negative thing mm-hmm. some people will just take it as a positive because you know movies are open right. to interpretation right. so it's like right. yeah it is it's very it's a very hard question mm-hmm. on what, what you should do i i enjoyed like westerns you know sometimes they here like that's a good example westerns sometimes they do mm-hmm. and sometimes they don't they don't need to, mm-hmm. yeah. but they do sometimes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they do it because the villain is doing it. Mm-hmm. And the hero is supposed to be a good guy yeah. instead. Yeah. And sometimes it's just everybody's doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Which is what mid-90s is for the most part. Yeah, so it's... I don't know. I really... It sounds like yeah, yeah, if, yeah. You, if you favor accuracy, yeah. then... Yeah. And I guess that's the other question know. is like... Uh, 
like does it get a pass if it's a re if it is a really good like period piece like mid 90s like was good but i wasn't like crazy about it and also like it's also it hit hard you know but also like it is the fact that i think mid 90s is like the mid 90s era is like a little too recent for me to be like comfortable with that language you know like it's just like oh it's Uh the 90s but like i was around for some of this you know and like i don't know if like my proximity to that era and kind of my knowledge of that era versus my knowledge of like a more far back period piece type thing like affects that as well but i don't know yeah i was just like that was the first time i'd ever thought about something like that so i was like i'm glad i watched it for that reason Sorry. I have a problem with just cutting people off at the end of their sentences. Yeah. I was saying, we, I was saying we, could, we could uh take that midnight bit and just re-upload our old midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Put it tagging off the end. Um mid-90s reissue. Yeah, I think it's a really interesting discussion though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like because I mean like like you said, like you could have like every intention to like paint it in as, as bad of a light as possible, but like just by virtue of having it in the film, like on the screen, like some people could absolutely interpret it as like, oh this is like a cool thing. You or know? some people or use it as inspiration. Mm-hmm. Or like yeah, or some people right, yeah. use right, it as right. inspiration like to be that person because that's their it's, ideology. Yeah, exactly, you know? yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah. No, are you, it's, that's the thing. It's like, are you trying to make films for, for your audience, or are you trying to make films? <laughs> you know, I think the question ultimately boils down to: Are you trying to make films for the the audience to see, or are you trying to make films for yourself? For the purpose of it itself. Yeah. yeah. And I think Jonah Hill was doing the latter. He's doing it for mm. himself mainly. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah I feel yeah. like. He I mean, I get. Is. I definitely get that vibe, especially, yeah. especially like you read his writing about it. You know, it really, really is kind of a love letter to the culture that he grew up in. Yeah. You know, which uh, once again is a big reason why I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's very up, accurate. Yeah, growing up, accurate. growing up in California, like you, you definitely see that. You know, you definitely see that. And um, something that he said about like his use of the F word is like he felt like it would have been, like, inauthentic to, like, not sort of use it. And, like, um, you know, as a teenage boy growing up, like, I'm not proud of it, but it's, but like, it's yeah, true. like, that, that's yeah. what it was. It you know? really was like That's that. what it was. And it was fucked up, and it was terrible, yeah, and there's not no. an excuse for no it. No excuse. But that, that, is, that is what it was. Um, the way I feel like it's a little bit different than, like, a Tarantino film is, like, in, like, Reservoir Dogs or something, or in, like, Pulp Fiction, they don't need to say the N-word, yeah. like, as much... Like, that's that's not really something that was, like, characteristic of, like, the groups that are represented there or, mm-hmm. like, that time period. Yeah. Um, but, like, I feel like all that really just, like, vulgar, just, like, shit that, like, that we understand to be, like, really fucked up now, mm-hmm. but, like, but, like, we're just like normalize them because like everyone was just more homophobic you know yeah. so that's how i feel like it's a little bit different although like i don't know <laughs> i don't know it's, it's hard, it yeah, is hard. It's, it's, it's hard it's a difficult discussion either way black panther yeah let's yeah. go back to it i have a question <laughs> yes about black panther because i haven't seen other marvel movies right. so one thing i remember thinking about was like oh this movie like people actually like die like there's like violence and it's like not like, is it, is the violence depicted in it Black Panther the same as, like, it, like, line up with the rest of the Marvel movies? Uh, there is, it depends on which one. I mean, there are some where, it, like, it's, you're not really fighting any human beings, so, you're fighting, like, aliens and stuff, yeah, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I don't think that counts. 
<laughs> so people kill each other. I don't think there's that infamous Age of Ultron scene where they're like that island. Have you guys seen it? Like, I haven't seen it. Movie, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Ultron yeah. dude like raises up this part of Sokovia. It's, I think it's, yeah, the fault. it's it's the it's the basic like it's basically the the story of civil war as a result of that. Yeah. So they raise up like this giant part of the city. And there's like people on there, and in the Civil War, or not Civil War, Age of Ultron trailer, you see like this person falling off. Like Captain America's trying to lift this car up, and yeah. then this person like falls off. Yeah. And he just cuts away. But what it doesn't show you is at the end of that clip, uh, Thor or somebody comes by and saves that person. Instead of just yeah. letting that person die. And then you have another part of the movie where Iron Man literally flying through the streets, like, my scanner shows there's no one left on this rock to, to evacuate. And then it's just super. They don't want to kill anyone. You're something on this whole giant rock. You cleared everyone off. And mm-hmm. no one got killed. Yeah. And, like, it didn't, you know, get any, like, in-between houses, you know? Yeah, and then in Civil War, that's the whole thing. Like, oh, we killed millions of people during our yeah. battles. I'm like, you guys literally didn't want to show anyone dying in that movie. Yeah. But, I mean, they but, did it in Avengers as well, like, the first one. Even though they were killing the aliens, it's... There was yeah, the streets were empty. Yeah, yeah. The streets were yeah. empty, but, I mean, at least in the building, someone must have died, you know? No one wants to, like, show anyone dying. I'm not... I'm everyone people die in uh, no. uh, Infinity War like with that snap or whatever, yeah, but yeah. this one like I noticed like when T'Challa's doing the first battle he gets blood on his nose I can't recall there's probably someone's in a someone's screaming into the podcast right now saying yes there's blood somewhere else but I can't remember <laughs> someone being like oh there's blood visually being like shown like bleeding through the nose or oh in the other movies yeah in the other movies yeah. I well, can't remember I only this is not really MCU still Marvel because it was like one of the X-Men films but X-Men Apocalypse was so violent really like oh my god like and there was no blood but like there were literally people being turned into their skeletons Ooh. like in Spider-Man like oh the first Spider-Man yeah Yeah, 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 yeah. and they turned the skeletons yeah yeah like like that kind of but then the skeletons also disintegrate so it's like it's the whole like the face basically melts off I mean... And it's so crazy. So I was like, how is this a, a PG-13 film? It's I like mean, so violent. I think when I was a it's kid, also, I considered the third X-Men, the third original X-Men to be violent. The way she like makes everyone like disappear, but it's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen yeah. it in a while though, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, I forget who... So, but the person who really likes uh, Wolverine. The Jean or something? I don't know. I don't remember. Shout yeah. out Jean! Jean Grey. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought you were talking about a person like who's been on the oh, podcast. No. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> no, I think yeah the the yeah Jean Grey. Jean Grey with the red hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say. They show people like getting stabbed with spears in this one, which I don't. Yeah, know. they show come over like literally slits her throat. The girl. No blood though. Uh, yeah, you don't see kills. it, but you see it. Like you see it from a distance. You see her head go like that, and then her fall. Yeah. Like, you, I mean, like you see the like, you see the motion yeah. and everything. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Adele Noel. I mean, she's fine as of December twelfth, two thousand eighteen. But like her character, oh uh, very dead. Um, catch her on. Catch her on uh, Netflix's hit series Glow. The gorgeous ladies are wrestling. No, um, season three, renewed for season three, featuring an all-star cast of Allison Brie, Betty Gilpin, Mark Maron, among others. It really is a powerhouse cast uh, and a powerhouse network with a powerhouse story. Okay. Soon to be canceled. Back to no, back definitely back not soon to be canceled. Anyway. Netflix can cancel anything you like. Uh, 
I mean, Bojack. that was an interesting argument. I've heard Bojack Hayford, right? It's like once a season gets into like the third season, it's harder and harder to convince someone to start watching it because you have to go through the backlog. Yeah, I um, I I also think just like generally speaking, shows like kind of peak with seasons yep. three through five ish, mm-hmm. and then like after that. Like, there's a pretty noticeable drop-off, I feel. Like Generally speaking. All TV shows should be, like, five seasons max. Yeah. I'm super into the the limited series. Yeah. 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 I'm so into like that. Like, yeah. Maniac that came yeah. out recently. That's great. Yeah. No spoilers on that, please. I will watch it. So Did any of you guys see uh, Sharp Objects on HBO? No, I kind of... I Dude, really want to see I it. I love Sharp Amy Objects. Adams, right? It's intense. Yeah, yeah. It's also a Julian Flynn thing, is it? Yeah. They saw a novel, yeah. I really yeah. want to see that. Really good. Oh. All I like to say for Maniac is... Some episodes are amazing, yeah. like so fucking good, and some episodes are. I agree. That's that's fine. That's fine. Netflix, that's a Netflix form factor where they're trying to stretch into ten episodes. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's, there's one. There's like two episodes where they're like literally thirty minutes. Yeah. Or like twenty. They're twenty-two and change yeah. and like that, and they're usually forty minutes. Yeah. Forty minutes to an hour. No, and twenty-seven minutes. Twenty-seven minutes. The shortest one. Yeah. The shortest one was no. The shortest one was twenty-three. After it was twenty-seven. It doesn't matter. The whole point is that they wanted a ten-episode benchmark so gotcha. they stretch it. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. It's weird. It ends on it ends perfectly though. So great ending. Okay, so, cool. Yeah. So that's that's once good. again, definitely gonna watch it. Love Ebb Stone, Love Jonah Hill, uh, love limited series. Harry um, is great. Mm-hmm. Okay. He did the director he's a director, he did uh True Detective season one. Yeah. What about uh what about that Halloween thing one that the best was kinda of going nuts about? The remake? The haunting, the haunting of Hitler. Oh. Is that still worth watching? I watched um, the first couple episodes and then I liked it and then honestly Halloween came and went and then I was yeah. like, oh, no. <laughs> you never finished it. I never finished it. Oh yeah. my god! Wow. Okay. That was actually like Halloween. I was watching like a lot of the Halloween movies because I've never seen them before. Mm-hmm. Oh, but man, after doing just like four, I couldn't do any more to be honest. <laughs> Wait, you like, watched? I get it. Oh my gosh! You watched like all of, like the the shitty ones too? Then what the hell? No, no, yeah. Well. Uh, Okay, here's the thing. Did you get to H2O? First one was really good. Obviously, John Carpenter, one of the best directors of all time, easily. One of the most influential movies. One of the time. most influential oh, yeah. films of all time. Also, in very uh, inspired by uh, Suspiria True. as well. Halloween, inspired uh, by Suspiria. Suspiria. Suspiria's amazing, too. Uh, and there's the remake as well, which is kind of good, but oh, not I amazing. I love the remake. I love the remake more than the original. Which That's is- actually... It's not a wrong opinion. That's not an uncommon uncommon hot take. No, that is a wrong opinion. That's just objectively incorrect. Uh, (laughs) I've lost my train of thought, actually. You're talking about the Halloweens. Yes, the Halloweens. Okay. Third one. Second one is not that good. Like, the first half of the second one is nice. Not that good afterwards, because it wasn't Carpenter. Direction isn't that good. But third one, that's something that is very weird. Third one has no, like, it's not Michael Myers. It's an, right, it's an right, anthology. I remember film. that. That was kind of cool, though. They were just like, let's see what we can do with that's that. That's amazing. That's, that's one of the Wasn't best. that the original idea with the Halloweens, where it's like, they would just, like, do a different Halloween story each movie? That's what they wanted to do. That's what yeah. they did with three, and then they realized it didn't really work. Do you guys... Three <laughs> is better than two. Do you guys remember uh, that movie? Easy. Do you guys remember that movie, Trick or Treat? Yeah. That was essentially that idea, but, like, um... Just within a two-hour package. Night, yeah. yeah, same night, there's different stories. Going yeah, on. that was a really good movie. Um, very fun Halloween movie. I would check it out. Um, but the violence of Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. The, I mean, yeah, that's just uh, something that I have yeah, it's not. it's not as common in other films. It gotcha. happens. And it's not even just the, like, 
she's killing her, shooting everybody, shooting mm-hmm. this girl. R.I.P. Poor thing. Yeah. It was her fault she got caught. It was. <laughs> no. Um. But yeah, that, the slitting her throat, even the first one where they're, uh, where Black Panther first goes down to rescue the women and he, he like, or yeah, or just the claw. Oh, man. Sorry, when he kills the when he kills Sterling K. Brown yeah. with the claws, oh, yeah, even yeah, that yeah. was an emotional. Oof, yeah, I just want to say my favorite shots during that uh, the, when he rescues um, it's, it's, when he rescues his women mm-hmm. is when they throws the guy into the truck. It's just so quick and sudden, and it just it sets uh, you immediately like, oh shit, he's really fucking powerful to bend this truck, and he's just threw a, a, a human fleshy skeleton into a metal truck. Yeah, yeah. Was it? To bend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was my favorite shot. Yeah. <laughs> Good. And then they're yeah. just like, don't tell anybody we were here. And yeah. then they like fly off and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. if they told anyone, would anyone believe them? That's to be true. That's yeah. true. Uh, Killmonger. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. We do need to talk about Killmonger. Like I yeah. don't want to. It is an hour thirty. It's okay. You right can now, cut it. But I don't care. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll add it. No, you guys. You guys know what? You know what? I kind of want to just. Put it all on. Keep it as it. You gotta, you gotta you listen to it. You could do like a part like, one that's Black out, Panther like and a part stuff. two yeah. that is award stuff. But like, or whatever. I don't know. We yeah. could do a part one, part two. Yeah. Or just two separate things. It's up to you guys, man. You guys do yeah. a whole two hours. We're here for the content. Two hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two hours. We're just the content creators, not the content editors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to say one thing about Killmonger. No, no, please, please go ahead. I. He he came on like he's like I I was antisocial for a month or something like that. Uh, oh, you know, pre- yeah, for preparing yeah. preparing for the role, he was basically trying to be uh, Heath Ledger, I guess. And I feel I like he was just working out a lot. Yeah, I, I <laughs> thought that was the case too. It shows. <laughs> I thought that was the case too. But he was like, yeah, I, I I basically had no friends. I talked to no one for for the time that I was, was during that from the shoot or interview. I don't think I remember hearing that on Hot Ones. <laughs> no, because he did do, say that in Hot Ones, but I think he said it like somewhere else yeah, earlier. Probably. It doesn't really show. It kind of shows the opposite. He feels so social. He's, he's very so charismatic. Likeable. Yeah, he's very Come charismatic. So yeah, he has so much charisma. When it's not like uh, you know, the Joker has charisma too, but you can tell that he's yeah. you know he has those issues of being. Uh, uh-huh. Just the mental health issues, but with the yeah with Killmonger, you don't really see that. You see just a very powerful uh, person. I yeah. feel like that's you know that's a really good thing at the end. Yeah. Like the the movie was enjoyed. Killmonger was perfect. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know the preparation. I don't see. Yeah, I don't. I, I get <laughs> like, that. I have no idea what that would yeah. have looked like. like Jared Leto. I am sending That's like someone should report that to HR and someone's <laughs> like, absolutely, bro, that's straight up harassment. If I got a, if I got a dead rat, I'd be like, yo, wait, what is going on here? Yeah. yeah. Like, this is just not okay. This is, yeah. Oh, oh, like, you can method act, like, oh, my way trailer. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Don't put, don't, don't put your method acting on my trip. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Oh, my God. Also, these are like, these are like, like Hollywood, like big hitters, you know what Hollywood. I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, like like Margot Robbie and those people. It's like uh, they couldn't like get their agents to like call the director and be like, "Hey, tell a fucking they, tell the fucking thirty seconds to Mars guy to like stop being <laughs> such a freak." <laughs> <laughs> such a freak. <laughs> he wanted the second Oscar. Has thirty seconds to Mars got a Grammy? 
Uh, I don't know. Jared Leto got an Oscar for oh Dallas yeah, Buyers Club. Yeah, Dallas Buyers Club. You guys. Yeah, guys I was trying. Office. I was thinking yeah. back to like Requiem for a Dream. That's like that's like his <laughs> one Oscar, right? Yeah. Gotcha. Um, it's, it's his one hit wonder, to be honest. I mean, other than that, he was only playing like side characters in, in a lot of films, like uh-huh. Fight Club, and uh, American, uh, Psycho. American Psycho. Yeah. yeah. Disappears for a little bit. And He's in something else very prominent too. Um, he, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, he's in that movie. And you're just watching it. Totally, oh, he's totally in random. something yeah. that's on Netflix that I see the poster all the time. Mr. Nobody. Yeah, one. It's yeah. on there all the time. Yeah. I was yeah. like, what is this? Yeah. It's actually, it's not that great. It's, <laughs> it's, it's okay. You know, it's, it's, it's trying to be like a, a mindfuck sci-fi mm-hmm. film, but... Mm-hmm. It's actually not that hard to understand. It's 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 just it's also like so many plot holes within uh-huh. the thing. It just makes no sense. It's, it's yeah. it makes no sense, but it makes perfect sense at the same time. It's crazy. He's in like Thin Red Line. That's another. I saw a movie no. this summer, and I'm like, that's another movie with the same name of Widows. Where well, maybe at the time, I don't know how popular these people were. Yeah, but I, I see that. Thin Red Line. And I'm like, there's that person, that person, that person, oh, that wow. person, and it's just like that's every the time. Terrence Malick film that I. That's also the film where see. Adrian Brody was supposed to be. Like a main character and he didn't see the cut of it and his whole character's like gone in the movie. <gasps> so he went to the premiere Damn. and he was like expecting to be one of the main characters in it and he's just like not. Whoa, like, Whoa. that's gotta be such a weird yeah. feeling. That's, that's was a that terrible on, feeling. That was that was on uh, have you seen Master of None? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was like a bit. That was like yeah, a bit yeah. of Master of None. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gotta be a weird feeling. <laughs> uh, but he's in pan oh, Jared Leto's oh, in God, Panic Room. Lord of War. Oh yes, yes, he is in Lord of War. That is, that is true. He's a uh, Blade Runner. Oh right. Twenty forty nine. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. He's the worst part. Of Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Unfortunately, unfortunately. Uh, Jared Leto. Fucking Jared Leto. You know I loved thirty uh, thirty seconds to Mars as a kid, but uh, they had that one hit song. I don't the remember. Kill. Uh, they did the Shining music video, and I remember I was like, wow, maybe I should go see the Shining, but uh, I was too young for it. Because I started watching it, I was like, this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. But it's oh, yeah, boring. no, I mean, uh, it's still I'm, kind of boring, uh, to be honest. I, I, I actually it. disagree. Uh, now that uh, I'm as older and. Yeah. Yes, as uh, someone who has a better attention span than when they were 12 years old, like, I can definitely say it's like, it's. I don't think it's that boring. At it's all. not the most boring film. I mean, but I think. It's definitely on. Like, it's not. I mean, I think the pacing's slow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, at least it's like it's like good though. It's like consistent. You know what I mean? I'm pro uh, shining. No, I Same love the here. shining. That's I love stance. the shining. Are there anti-shining people out there? <laughs> there are. There are. There, there's especially like the fans of the book. Oh yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. I hate it. Stephen I mean, there's always anti-the shining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't that like dude. it. That dude is like crazy. Can't believe that guy's still alive. For sure. Way. He's got so many books. Once he I must be a book so store, old. And, I found his and they're like that ridiculous. Thing. Yeah. I used to imagine him just like in his writer's room, just coked out, just like typing <laughs> <away> <laughs> pages. Like who can on. write that much and it all be him and like, Tom Clancy? Good? Him and Tom Clancy. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. They're the only people um, that uh, have written that much. On Black Panther, I want to talk about Ryan Coogler's it, him in this film and like his career. Me like, too. We to it. But can I? Can we do? Killmonger a little bit. Yes, more I, I actually, yeah, I actually really yeah. want to get into yeah. it. Okay. Sorry, okay. we keep it. So it something, <laughs> so something about Killmonger that I just really want to <laughs> say. <It's>, Go ahead. <laughs> so, so to me, like he's like the best like 
the best comic book villain that I think we've seen since the Joker. Like he is so he's so fucking complex. We hit on it like very early on in this podcast. Um, like his his motivations like are not only like not only are we able to like sympathize with it, but like also also like um like I know everyone remembers like on Twitter everyone was on Twitter like a month after that movie came out everyone was like Kumonger was right which like you know not really but like also like he yeah. brings up like the character of Killmonger brings up a lot of really like salient points about like colonialism yeah and like sort of yeah I mean like a lot a lot of a lot of different stuff and like I just I just fucking love this villain and like I would kind of like to start it off with that I yeah. think he's fucking incredible yeah, I will say with Killmonger, like, uh, you know, yeah, again, all the characters carry a very different philosophy. Killmonger's and T'Challa's being the obvious, like, conflict of philosophies, you know? Mm-hmm. And T'Challa changes through his yeah. uh, time with uh, Killmonger. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually adopts some of it, but in a, yeah. in a different way. It's, it's like, interesting because Killmonger, people say he's right, mm, say yeah. he's not wrong. Uh, there was a lot of very sound, like valid points. The way in which he goes about, like you know, accomplishing his goal, uh, think, shows some problems. Yeah, um, I think his motivations are definitely, uh, you know, yeah, justified. But like the the stuff that he does, like in the solutions he proposes with the, the thing, like he's trying to basically. I feel like they did it best in the in the last scene when they're talking with each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Killmonger actually. Uh, well, uh, T'Challa says that you're trying to be like them. You, you're becoming them. You know, you're becoming the colonizer mm-hmm. uh, by just using like the power, doing the exact same thing, beating them at their own game. You know, he says, but I'm beating them at their own game. So it's basically like yeah. uh, T'Challa wants to do the same thing that uh, Killmonger wants to do in that he wants to show Wakanda to the world, but he wants to do it peacefully while... Uh, Killmonger wants to do it in a aggressive manner. Yeah, and there's like something to be said about both of those ideas, and I think one thing you can say, and I didn't see this, but again, I watched it with my my I watched this again with my cousin, and she saw Infinity War, and the comment she made was like, "Damn, they opened up Wakanda, and now they're like the final battle happens in Wakanda, right? Yeah. That's what yeah. I heard." And it's just like, "Damn, that's real." Uh, <laughs> that happens, I guess, but like. Uh, no, the like philosophy and the thing you I think the the interesting point that I kind of forget about Killmonger is the line where he's like I like you know like look at all these like cool scars like I got them each for like you know for each kill I killed my own brothers and sisters in this country and he's talking about like this world is what made me what I am like yeah. you know like I come from like yeah. a violent world, I come right. from like a rough or violent background and this world is like you know like I didn't get the support that y'all could offer me you know that's like kind of like where this is all starting from so like yeah maybe he is like more violent in his like and that's why it's so much more complex and he's like more of an antagonist with the where you understand where he's coming from and because he has like a lot because he they like give you that background and i will say this was a really interesting thing i noticed when i did the rewatch was um you start the movie and you meet um mbaku who challenges him at the at the um the first ceremony and you kind of think i kind of thought he was going to be like a an antagonist i don't really know much about the movie um and i thought he was going to maybe be one of the antagonists and you learn about him and i think mbaku's introduction and his character is so important and so cool especially when you're talking about um all the different ways that this movie like talks about being black and blackness 
and uh, black masculinity with M'Baku, who is like, who comes in and he, for one, he doesn't die. I was so happy he didn't die. I was like, any other movie that kind of follows the structure would just like, yeah. uh, you know, he'd be like, oh, I'll never yield. That's kind of what I was expecting. Yeah. But he does yield, which is like really refreshing. And, you know, the conversation they have in that moment, or like the things that Chala's saying to him, I think are really um, important. And they kind of show like, oh, this is the kind of like, let's like learn a little bit more about M'Baku. And then when he comes back later, when they have T'Challa, who's like frozen, right. and but before when uh, Nakia and all them are like talking, um, and I think that T'Challa's philosophy in the end, after he meets Killmonger, aligns mostly with Nakia, I think, um, of the Pinyanga's character, because yeah. she's like, we have these resources we should use to help yeah, people, right. like yeah. you know, that's kind of what she says from the jump. Yeah. That's kind of where we end up. Yeah. But the interesting thing is that when she is um, pleading with uh, Mbaku to like help. She still refers to she's like there's an outsider on our throne and I think that's just like kind of the core idea that keeps getting thrown in is like Eric has like proven himself to be of Wakandan descent. Um, right. He has like but because and it's like the idea of like because he is like uh, part of this diaspora and he does not like he is he did not grow up in Wakanda he is still considered yeah. an outsider and that's like Mbaku's whole thing like their tribe are the outsiders before Killmonger comes. Yeah. Um, and it's like this idea of being like Eric. Like at the end, you can divide the whole conflict into whether you think Killmonger is a Wakandan or is an outsider. Like that's what the Civil War kind of. That's yeah. one way you could divide the Civil War, and that's kind of like again, like this is really interesting theme, and like the way they were able to showcase Mbaku as someone who is like, uh, we are, like, like I think one of the best lines is when he's like. Um, uh, shut up or I'll like or I will like feed you to my children and then he's like I'm just kidding we're vegetarians yeah, yeah. and it's like so good because it's like wow like they have been painting M'Baku as like this very like aggressor yeah. like violent type and right. it just like really matches with the like stereotypical way that black men are like represented uh -huh. and he's like and it's just like a complete like contrast with the mm -hmm. whole vegetarian like this whole like showcasing of like the complexities that are not naturally showcased and then the fact that like he is just like othered before Killmonger becomes the othered right. person. I mean, that whole tribe is, like, really othered. Yeah, yeah. And it's literally just because their philosophy is, again, different. Like, they're just, like, we don't like, like, the way technology is, like, changing our, like, culture and our tribe, which is, like, sure, that's, like, valid and, like... But, like, just that reason. And then we have someone else. I just thought it was like, really interesting. Yeah. And the way that, like, yeah, you can divide the whole conflict as to whether you think yeah. Eric Killmonger is a Wakandan or not. Okay, um, so yeah, actually, I, I want... Sorry, sorry. I do, I do want to... I do apologize, but no, I do no want to no uh, ask uh, about that. The idea that he's which side would be which side for like the whether. Well, I think that like uh, it's uh, like T'Challa. T'Challa again is on this journey, you know. So yeah. he's like he's You're his journey, baby. He's unconscious <laughs> during this conversation, but it is like his mother, his sister, and Lupinyango's character who are othering Eric and are calling. Like she calls him in that moment. She said, "There's a, an outsider sits on our throne. Like, can you please help us? I'll give you the herb." Um, Whereas, uh, you know, Daniel Kluwer's character is like, look at that, like, he is Wakandan, and that is, like, like he is totally fine with that as king. And then you have um, Okoyo, who is in that scene with her and Nakia, like, yeah. talking about who's gonna, that is, like, 
Again, another one of my favorite scenes. Who is yeah. like again, like a different philosophy. Like she understands what's wrong, but she is, is like loyal. loyal to tradition. Yeah, right. And so he is Wakandan. He proved it. Like she is going to be loyal. That is right. her king now. Yeah, so that's, so the that's them, you know. Yeah, that's like the, that's who believes that Kamonger is Wakandan and then it's everybody else. No, because like there are well with Akoya, she you know, she's loyal but she also disagrees with the fact that he mm-hmm. is king. So I feel like it's I, would that be considered kind of a, a third side? Because she, as soon as she realizes that the the challenge is not over, she's like, "Yeah, no, we're fighting now." Yeah, no, she, no, yeah, she is like a different. She's a very different yeah. philosophy for. I like literally every character. Exactly, has their that's own, that's the yeah, best part of it. The moment that she realizes, the moment we start straying from tradition, yeah. is the moment she realizes the challenge isn't over. He did not yield. He did not die. And that's and then when they when her when Danny Clooney is like nope we're gonna fight um, that's when she severs ties with them because that's when tradition's been broken and she can't follow them anymore because that's her thing is that she's like I follow tradition I follow like the rules of our culture yeah. and so that's when she so she still sticks to her like philosophy the whole way through yeah yeah. Yeah, no. And that's how she differs from her husband, and that's how she differs from. Uh, I I really enjoy that. It wasn't only Eden Young. Uh, yeah, like yeah, there yeah, was, you know, there's definitely the, uh, I guess, black politics in this uh, film, and about how you know how it is to be black, and uh, yeah, but there was also I feel uh, an anti-nationalist, globalist. Uh, Politic, political. Let's be careful. Fight. Let's be careful with the word globalist. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I know the word is used. It's uh, very like dog whistly. So yeah, be careful yeah. With this. No, I am okay. No, here's the thing though. Here's the, you don't realize this, but I am pro globalization. Oh, so I mean, I like, would global, globalism myself. itself is like a neutral term, but like yeah, it's, 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 it's being very like. No, I get it. I, I do understand. Yeah, I do understand. Right. I just, uh, yeah. I, I do understand that the term is being used. Uh, anti-Semitically most yes. of the time. Right. I do understand that right. and I feel it's very much a problem because that doesn't make sense, uh, <laughs> number one. Yeah. But the point is that uh, I, like globalization versus national nationalism right. is, a, is a theme in this film uh, that, and that's not talked about in a lot of films and I, I really appreciated that mm-hmm. they included oh, that. Yeah. You know, they included the, oh, uh, you're supposed to, like Killmonger versus T'Challa. I'm the king of only my people. Anybody else doesn't matter. But isn't everybody yeah. your people? That's another yeah. question. So that's, I like that. Like, and that was also an over not the most important thing, but it was yeah. there too, and I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I think uh, I was thinking not nationalized, but isolationism in terms of um, like T'Challa wants to like remain like, contained in his society. Then it's also branching off of nationalism. Yeah. Um, yeah, doesn't it doesn't that essentially go hand in hand? Though? Yeah, because if you you can't be uh, you can't be like non-nationalist isolationist. It well, isolationist mean. means you just don't want to be involved in. It. You can like when I think of nationalism, I think of like you're like involved in like and like I don't think Chichala is saying like oh well everyone in like Europe or like East Africa is in a, like worse than us. I don't think he's saying that. I think he's saying like. Um, we just don't want to get involved because there's just problems out there. We just, it's like kind of like what uh, the U.S. did with like pre World War Two. Yeah. They're just like, well, we just had World War One, and we're just not going to do right. that again. So we're just going to like, because wasn't the whole thing the the vibranium thing? Didn't they have a war over at the beginning? Um, I'm mistaken. Yeah. Was that little I, that I'm intro pretty, thing? I'm pretty sure that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, I mean, it was like a war um, between the tribes. 
The uh, yeah, and I think the whole thing right was Mbaku's tribe like didn't. What what was the central disagreement between that tribe and like and the rest of the Wakandans? I mean, it, at the well, the way he describes it, it's just that like. Uh, they didn't like the technological advancements in the way that was moving the culture but also what he says is that um during the time where they're visiting uh to try and give him the herb um he mentions that like oh like you othered us like you a king yeah. hasn't come here like in years yeah right, you know right. so like kind of yeah. like you kind mm-hmm. of like like dissociated your, or like uh stop associating yourselves with us and like now I'm frustrated at like the way that like things are being run and we're not a part of it. Mm-hmm. Additionally, yeah, kind but, of thing. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, like nationalism, I think it'll be applied to like Killmonger's character, but not to Chalice because I think like Killmonger is much more like again nationalism is one of those terms that it's very you have, like differentiated between like right. You can be patriotic and not be a nationalist. Mm-hmm. It's like you they they they've like before I always make those terms synonymous, but now since the, the nationalism is you know, associated with, like, much more negatively connotated things, you have yeah. to, like, be very specific with your, like, terminology. Right. Yeah. Um, you could probably apply it to Killmonger, but not to Chala. I, I, I know. I, I mean, like, I, I don't necessarily agree, because I think even just within the fact that he said, I'm the king of Wakandan people, and nobody else means he favors his people over other people. Who says that to Chala? Yeah. Yeah, because that's what he's... I mean, that's, I mean, that's, his, that's, that's his, his job. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. his like, job is basically nationalism. He's the king. He's a monarch, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. literally that. So, obviously, Sorry. you could say that uh, Killmonger is also nationalist. Uh, but, no, definitely. At the time, you know, before he started globalizing, he was nationalist. And that's the thing. That's a big part is the shift from that to a, a globalizing leader. He was first just a isolationist. And then he turned to a very global leader at the end of the movie, like which nation- is what I, what I definitely. When I, when I think of nationalism, I think of like extreme behaviors, which is like what Killmonger yeah. is and T'Challa isn't. Right. I, I think it's I think it's very hard to talk about nationalism without sort of keeping in mind like like currently it's like very yeah. strong association with like white nationalism. Yes. No. You know mm-hmm. and. So I think for that reason, it's definitely more appropriate to kind of use it with in like kind of a negative connotation, you know, which like definitely applies more to Killmonger because like, because like he's out there pushing like, like Wakandan excellency essentially um, to like eradicate all these other governments, yeah. you know what I mean? And that, 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 that is very, There's like, also nationalist as hell, you know, that is very like white nationalist, you know, and like, I don't necessarily know if. T'Challa's idea of just like, oh, like, stay away from like world affairs is in that same vein. Oh, it's not. uh, I would say it's it's a lesser form. Mm. So there's like I just Google the definition of nationalism. This is like a debate we probably shouldn't be getting into. (laughs) Uh, It's just so the the first one is patriotic feeling principles or efforts. Second one is an extreme form of this, especially marked by a feeling superiority over other countries. The third one is advocacy for political independence for a political or for a particular country. Hmm, that's interesting. So I feel like the first one is positive, the second one's negative, the third one could be like, you could be like, it's like Catalonia, right? Catalonia wants to break off from Spain, you know, right. their own thing. that could be like the third definition. Right. Um, so I guess it could be, you know, yeah. I don't know. 
I think the I think I don't I wouldn't call it Eric uh Kilmart. Um, a nationalist in terms of because he's like he's like um he's like becoming the king of Wakanda, but he's like not doing this for Wakanda. Yeah, he's, he's not doing, doing it for, for Wakanda. He's doing it for everybody else. Yeah, so that's also another factor you have to yeah. consider. It's that's not just point. even though he said Wakanda Excellency, that's just the tool he's using. Yeah, to, he's utilizing. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, that's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. But yeah, I yeah, I think Kamala is a really good character. I think. Um, Baku's okay. a really good character that yeah. doesn't get talked about. They're all really good characters. They're all really good characters. Yeah. Like, last thing I want to say about Except for Daniel Kluge. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I like him! No, no, he's great. I'm mad they cut great. out the scene with him and Okoyo when they're like... Because I was spent... I'm not going to lie, I spent like, a lot of the movie being like, are they together? They like kind of did that thing at the beginning, but they they, they like, cut out the scene where they're like arguing or they're discussing... like. There's like a throwaway Stop. line in the beginning. Wasn't there something yeah. when he gets on the, the intercom or something? Yeah, yeah, that's like the kind of like, he's yeah. like, hey babe, she's like, hey babe, something like that, I don't know. But like, uh, no, she's like, my king, my love. Yeah. Um, but I wish they would have kept that scene in there. But um, yeah, I also like Daniel Pluto's character. I understand the like, that he's like rushed into like his judgment, but also like Killmonger shows up with... Uh, his head. Yeah, no, that's and a, it's that's like definitely valid. You just got your like immediate solution. Yeah, yeah. And you're upset. Mm-hmm. I feel no. it. He's emotional. He's run by his emotion. No, I mean no, t- definitely cancer. no. It's a hundred percent. It makes sense because like I'm just my my complaint was with before yeah, that yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like after that happened, it makes yeah, yeah, complete yeah. sense yeah. why he would be there. You know, hundred percent. But yeah, no, this was. Uh, do we have anything else to talk about? It's yeah, I want to talk about Ryan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, we, it's an we hour. We can do it real quick. You guys can cut so, it. So I checked, if you don't like it. So I checked after us. We have an hour after us. We're, like, fine. No one's going to kick us out. Yeah. Or if they did, they're dicks. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, excuse me? Like, you guys uh, do not have this room reserved? Uh, so did you see? I'd be like, I'd be like oh, did you see we're recording Black Panther? It's not off there anymore. Yeah. Because it's past eight. Um. Yeah, I think Ryan Co- Ryan Cooler. So when you guys were talking, I was uh, reading up on his Wikipedia page. So he went to uh, Sacramento State. Uh, he's from Oakland. Um, Woo! Shout out to the Bay. Um, and then he went there for football. Which and then yeah. he tr- was there studying finance, and he took and I quote. As many finance or many film classes as he could fit in with his uh, college football schedule, and then he went to USC School of Cinematic Arts afterwards, uh, which I can re- I can relate to not the USC part but the finance part because I stayed finance and like the film classes. Mm. Um, then three films: Fruitvale Station, Creed, and Black Panther. Fruitvale Station, his, amazing. His yeah. fourth yeah, film, best films ever. is going to be also with um, also with. Michael B. Jordan, whose name I just blanked on for Michael half a second. Okay, which um, one? Sections. It's about, um, apparently, on, according to Wikipedia, it is. Where is it? Uh, control F. Um, it is about. Where is it not? Oh, I spelled Atlanta wrong. That's why it's all popping up. Um, Coogler will work for Jordan for the fourth time in the upcoming film Wrong Answers, based on the Atlanta public school's cheating scandal, which, when I click on, says refers to the accusation that teachers and principals in the Atlanta Public School District cheated on state-administered standardized tests and subsequent fallout. Dang. Happened in 2009. Dang. Wasn't aware of, so... Huh. 
Um, and he's supposed to be directing the next Black Panther after that. Mm. He also uh, EP'd on Creed 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen that yet. I, I liked it. I liked, I liked it, it a lot. I loved it. Wanted to cry. I think another. Inch, uh, sorry. Uh, he's thirty-two, which is the same age as Damien yeah. Chazelle. He's so young. Yeah. He's very young. He's one of the most. It's a new crop of young directors. Yeah, dude. and he got into it like yeah, like he got into it late. Like he. Yes, Reveal. Yeah. Which was when I I heard wind of it when I was a freshman film club. I yeah. like I had a weird and I think like coming to film club probably like and it was like around when I was in college was when I started being like oh I think I like really like movies and I think I think I have like a little bit of taste maybe before that I just like watch whatever but in high school I was like obsessed with Fruitvale Station I have no idea how I heard of it and I have no idea like how it came into my life but the second it was on sale I bought it and I was so obsessed with like Damn. like watching it and like. It was just like before I had any sort of idea of what kind of movies I liked, and I loved it. And I was like, "This guy's crazy." I knew who Michael B. Jordan was because um, I had seen Chronicle, <laughs> which oh, I love. Oh, I love Chronicle. Amazing. That was the first time I'd ever seen Michael B. Jordan. Amazing. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then Creed, I saw kind of late, but I really liked it. Um, and then this. And Creed's interesting because we talked about fight scenes and like Brian Coogler obviously has experience oh, that water. with fight My scenes. God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think it's interesting that like he could have like the fact that like he obviously has yeah experience in fight scenes with the like really visceral like it's boxing, so it's all really visceral and you see it and you feel it. So like moving into and doing like more technical, like stylish, like like I really like, I was like pleased with because I'm down for either, I'm down for both. But yeah. Big Ryan Cooler fan, very young. And yeah, came into filmmaking like in college. Like he said he just took a writing class and his professor was like, You're like you should do this, you're really good at this and like kinda helped him through it or like got him there. So mm -hmm. like It's really nice to see like because getting into films is hard, so when you hear like a, a, a young person like Brian Cooler or like Damon Giselle. Yeah. They're like the exceptions, so it's really like I guess encouraging mm -hmm. to see like someone say like they can do it. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, like, you know, being being in, like, the creative business in general is just, like, mm -hmm. such a slog, you know? Like, obviously, we get so, we get so much fucking rejection, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And then, like, that's, that's just, that's not even thinking about, like, being in your own fucking head with your work, right? Um, and so it is, it is really nice to see those, like, young, like, like success stories like Chazelle, like Coogler. Um, one could even argue like Barry Jenkins. I think he's like forty something, but like that's still like Yeah, Barry Jenkins was doing like Sundance Q and A's, I think, and then he had reached a contact at Sundance. Oh damn. I think and that's how he got Well he was hosting Q and A's? I'm pretty sure. Oh wow. wow. Damn. Uh, this is a long time ago when because like when Barry Jenkins came on the scene, I didn't even know like no one knows who he is, right? He's mm. yeah, yeah. a new director he hadn't done anything before besides um Medicine from Elk College, which is a student film, mm -hmm. um, and you know, I think that's the story, because that was like two years ago when I heard that story, I think he had met someone at Sundance and he was moderating something. Damn. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, everyone so, yeah. peaks at different times. How, how old is Steve McQueen now? Couldn't tell you. So yeah, man, I mean like... I, how old is Steve McQueen? Could have just typed yeah, it. Yeah, Steve McQueen died November. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. 
Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping that, that in. That's the really thing. Damn, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Fruit was interesting because I had seen, I had heard about the events. I mean, I, I live in the Bay, so I, yeah. I had heard about the, the events where all the news and that was happening. Yeah. And then, um, I didn't even know they were making a movie. That was a movie that just, I was like, oh, because it was an independent film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus means 49. Sorry. Mm. Oh, man, I remember, I remember when that show was going on. That show was so scary because I was like, I was like, fam, like, I pass by Fruit Vale Station like, all the time because I'm always thinking of the bar to the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Go go right past Fruitvale, and it's just like, whew, man, that shit's scary. Shit was scary as a kid. I mean, it's still scary now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Creed was good, and then Black Panther. So. Yeah, he's great. I'll watch anything Fruit, he does. Fruitvale Station for me like popped up when I was in high school, but I never watched it. But it was like so. So everybody was spamming that, and then like, uh, cause I didn't have Netflix or anything, so I want to pirate it. Was it on Netflix? So uh, yeah, now, Netflix yeah, it was on Netflix for a little bit after, uh, you went, and that's how I saw it. Mm. And I saw, uh, yeah, Fruitvale. Fruitvale. And I saw Fruitvale Station for the first time on Netflix. It was, it's also short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's, it's like, like an, an hour. It's an hour ten, I think, or an hour yeah, seventeen, or something like that. I'm not sure, but it's not like it's not longer than an hour and a half for sure. Uh, Eighty-five. Uh, yeah, see, I watched that. And I fell in love with it immediately. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is one of the best movies ever made. Damn. And uh, I showed it to my mom, and she hated it. Oh, mm-hmm. what? Because, no, she, she really disliked Like, she didn't want it to end in a bad way. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, I mean, that's and the story, ended, yeah, you know? Yeah, it just ended that's that way. That's the fucking story. Yeah, it's just sad. God, man, he even, he even kind of looks like Oscar Grant, for real. Budget, 900K. Uh, box office, 17 mil. Oh my god! That's a good return. For what? Good return. That's always, that's always I'm, I'm a numbers yeah. kind of guy, so oh. I like those. Yeah, no, that's always cool to say. Yeah. Seventeen times return. Seventeen times. Holy crap! You know, studios don't like that because then they get because it's like a, it's seventeen times return, but it's on like a million dollars. So they're like they rather put. Oh uh, yeah. They rather put like two hundred million dollars in a movie and get like a billion dollars. Right. Because mm-hmm. the quantity's higher. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you ask Whatever. me, I think I like. I like the mid tier is dying, dude. The mid tier, like forty million dollar movie, is dying. It's getting harder and harder to like justify forty million dollars, and then not get any. Well, I mean, the whole model now is like do like two, like two or three, like really huge like blockbusters mm-hmm. a year for each studio. You know. Yeah. It's like, uh, oh yeah, like, uh, you know what? Let's just get Michael Bay to direct every movie now. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. We're gonna as long as we're gonna try and hit the broadest market possible. Let's just get Michael Bay in. It's like poor. He knows how to. It's like going to like the extreme small. Are you doing super indie or yeah. are you doing like hot take? Big ones. Michael Bay is just worse. John Woo. I haven't seen a lot of John Woo. But yeah, I probably I agree. <laughs> John Woo's great. Great director. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't know if you guys saw. Um, Face off is amazing. I don't know if you guys saw, um, but like, uh, there was like a Megan Fox quote in the news like yesterday or something, and she was like. She was talking about how she didn't come forward during mm-hmm. the Me Too movement because that. she was like, I don't think I would be a sympathetic, uh, be like a sympathetic figure in that. Yeah. And so something, something that like I found sort of reading through like that, the press release was like her old quote on like, um, what's his face? Oh my God. Michael Bay, yeah. <laughs> you know, and you know, um, essentially like it's wild to, for me to think like not that long ago, essentially Megan Fox was essentially blacklisted for standing up to uh, fucking Michael Bay yeah. and like calling yeah, him and calling him like a control freak, which like by all accounts he fucking is, you know, 
famously not good guy, Michael Bay. And, like, fucking Megan Fox got, like, blacklisted for that. And it's, like, that shit was, like, less than 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was, like, fucking wild. I heard, wasn't it, wasn't it that she called him a Nazi? No, she, she said, she said, like, he wanted to run his set like Hitler. Oh, okay. Which, once again, by all accounts, sounds like he kind of did. No, 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 I, I, I don't mind that, like, to be blacklisted for comparing someone to Hitler is not... I think Steven Spielberg had an issue with that because he was producing Transformers at the time, executive producing. I don't know, he was pissed at Shia. He was, the story about that is that he wanted Shia to be his new, like, the new Tom Cruise. Yeah, because they threw him in fucking Crystal Skull and shit, right? Yeah, so he wanted, like, his new, like, amazing person. And Shia was like, oh, I'm, I'm like, being directed by my new favorite, all, by my favorite directors. And Shia, as you know now, is very artsy, right? He's right. all about the art. Mm-hmm. And you apparently learned that, like, while on, um, like, while being directed by them, he learned that, like, these people were kind of, like, they're kind of market-driven. Like, Spielberg is very, like, he's an art person, but he's also very, like, market-forward. He's, like, mm-hmm. well aware of, like, the forces, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, so he, he's like, okay, when you go on these press junkets, uh, sell the car, like make sure you like you know really sell the movie. Yeah. And Child kind of gets they felt betrayed because he's like, well, these guys are not artists; they're just trying to sell the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the reasons why Spielberg doesn't work with like Tom Cruise anymore because uh, Tom Cruise infamously on the Oprah show made it more about the press junket for War of the World was more about him and Katie Holmes than it was mm-hmm. about the movie. And that's why he just got really upset and like, frustrated with Tom yeah. Cruise. Yeah. Um, allegedly. That's why you don't see him working with Tom Cruise anymore. Um, he's not working with Shia Buff. Yeah. That's that antidote. Was he trying to do Ty Sheridan now? Uh, it would be surprising. Because he would, was Ty Sheridan in another movie? I know he was in Ready Player One, but I'm not sure if he was in another one. Oh, did he, didn't he like voice someone in, in BFG or something? That was Mark Rylance, and I don't know who the girl was. But mm. it wasn't. There was no Ty? Okay. I'm not sure. Um, all I know is that like Steven Spielberg, you know, did give us you know some classics cinema, but yeah, he is pretty overrated. Ooh, <laughs> let's not go that far. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, right now, I mean, I don't say that. I haven't seen Red Post Player One. Great. Bridge and the post great. is not. Great. I've not seen. Oh, Bridge Bridge is not good. Mm. And the post is not good. That's I why. And BFG is bad. And Ready Player One is bad. So I watched the BFG. All, like, I watched the, the new, all the news. It's like a kid's movie through and through. Uh-huh. Um, I think Ready Player One is good. I think The Post is great. I think... Uh, I think The Post is bad. Bridge of Spies is even worse. Uh, disagree. Agree or disagree. Meryl? What about Meryl? Oh, yeah. hmm? Meryl Streep? Yeah, okay, so like, I'd rather watch... Uh, <laughs> I'd rather watch The Devil Wears Prada. Um, what do we have for time, Louie? We are at two hours and ten minutes. Oh, Great. Wow. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, what a pod. What a pod. Uh, is there any, any other points you want to bring up? Or we're going to wrap it up. Um, I just want to say that I want Black Panther to do well in the coming war season. I think I it would be too. a big deal, and I think it deserves it. That being said, I literally don't trust any of these awards mm-hmm. to like do either what I think is right or what like makes sense. And I mean, my heart stands right. that award shows are garbage. So they did get it right once for Moonlight, even though it was a mistake. Yeah, what a <laughs> moment. But, yeah. what? Oh, no, go ahead. Finish. Oh, I just Sorry. still, I still don't, yeah. uh, 
you know, trust them. You know, it's fair, fair. The Oscars. I don't I trust the Oscars. the Grammys. We didn't go into the Grammys. We don't have to go into the Grammys. But, yeah. like, I would, like... I don't know if we have time for the Grammys. World snubbed for mm. best for album of the year. Yeah. Okay, hot take. I was very disappointed in Astroworld. I like Astroworld. Sad. Astroworld has one of the best intro five tracks in any album. Like, the first five tracks, bangers. Yeah, whatever. Um, whatever anyways, I guess I'm just not... It has been, yeah. uh, I want King's Dead King's De- to win, <laughs> like, anything and everything. Yeah. And I want Black Panther to do well. Regardless, like, Black Panther was, like, such a big phenomenon, and it did a lot, and it, like, reflected and shaped the culture that we live in right now. And I think, again, like, if it's not a perfect movie for everyone else it's like like one of a kind in so many ways that I've never seen before and I don't think that's disagreeable and I just like really movie meant a lot to me so I'm like really really into it and uh yeah I just would like it to do well mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just want good things for all of them mm-hmm. I mean they're gonna be fine they're all very famous. They're all very famous. <laughs> Wait, quick question, because I am just curious. What did everyone think of Michael B. Jordan's hair? Because that was such a whole thing, and I dug it. Oh, I really oh, liked it. Amazing. Okay. Good. I mean, yeah. like, why would I have a bad... Yeah, wait, do people not like people it? people like it, yeah. yeah for real. Yeah, that's Which fine, but... See, like, I, was, I, was, I was really... People. I'm really fucking into it, to be honest. I didn't problem with it. Yeah. I, I love that. I, and it'd be cool if we all sort of went around in a circle, like, gave some last thoughts. You know what I mean? Yeah. We had the movie, about the conversation. You know, oh, that was the. Do I gotta go again? Yeah, <laughs> that was not the thing. Well, that was that yeah, was like that hers, was but like, uh, but like, I thought you were just asking. Yeah, us. I think it'd be cool. Oh. If, like all of us. Did. That's, that's what we're doing. That's what we're trying to do. Oh, okay, Everyone cool, cool. Final thoughts and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so kind of run this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, final thoughts for me. You know, I definitely loved seeing like uh, the political stances being taken in the film, and you know, a lot of Marvel films are too a lot of marvel directors are too much of cowards to tackle anything real i mean i guess you know at the end it's marvel films are supposed to be just a fun time how dare you josh whedon's avengers is such a challenging film <laughs> i don't know you're not bad <laughs> <laughs> uh we're you know but uh yeah it was really good i didn't see i don't you know i never see uh you know, globalism and globalization being tackled in film that often. In fact, it's very, it's, I don't know why it's been, it's slipped through yeah. the film, you know, for people, they don't make films about that that often. Uh, and so it was very, very nice to see it happen there too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I really like this movie, great film. Yeah. Most of mine echoes like with uh, Louis points. I don't like superhero films. At all, I'm kind of like tired of them at this Except point. Except for Man Steel, <laughs> I'm gonna have to rewatch. Never this. Gonna I'm, gonna have to, I'm gonna have to rewatch this thing to like a, a more concurrent, up to date opinion. Uh, but all these Marvel movies, I just don't like them because they don't have the stakes. They don't. They use comedy in like weird ways, and this film is like Louis said, is tackling themes that are just much deeper on just a narrative and thematic level. Uh, than any Marvel film, uh, and I think um, that coupled with like production design and its music are like really like like really memorable things. And it's also just a film that has a lot of social value to it. That's I feel like is invaluable to it as well. Like even if you don't like the film, like you could say it has like Marvel esque things, but like you can't deny that it's like it's one of the most socially relevant films ever. 
mm-hmm. in terms of like blockbusters, like representation in that aspect. So, yeah. Um, yeah um, no, I completely agree with that. Um, a lot of what I'm about to say is gonna like echo what you guys were saying, but like um, <laughs> the representation, like films like Black Panther and Crazy Rich Asians, you know, both films that came out this year that like. Yeah, the representation that those films bring, I feel like, cannot really be understated, you know? Like, uh, I think it's it's really important to be able to, like, see people that look like you on the screen, you know what I mean? Um, it would have, I know for me, like, it would have fucking meant a lot to me to see, like, an Asian person in Star Wars or something growing up, you know what I mean? So I feel like that, that can really not be understated. I think um, another thing to we've been talking a lot about awards, right? And so something Helena sort of brought up earlier is like what film is has been more impactful this year um, than like Black Panther? Like something that I try and think about is like in 10 years, what movie am I still going to remember? It's like, I, I really like Shape of Water last year, but like I'm going to remember Get Out from last year. You know, you know what I mean? And like that's how I feel about Black Panther. Like Black Panther was... Once again, like hate, love it or hate it, like it is, it really is indicative of like this year. You know what I mean? It it um, it was a fucking, it was like a cultural movement, you know. Mm-hmm. And like on a personal level, man, like, like um, I feel like the way that it tackles these very complex themes of like isolationism versus like globalism, you know, um, sort of it's just general discussion of colonialism, sort of family, race. Like I think. I think that is incredible, especially coming from a Marvel movie, especially coming from a Disney property. And so I really, I really love this movie because of all sort of the barriers that it sort of, sort of breaks down. And I really hope that this opens the door for more blockbusters to kind of like, kind of take risks and tackle themes that aren't just. Uh, oh God, I don't know. Bad guys. Yeah, yeah bad guy. Bad guy coming up. Bad guy versus good guy, or you know boy meets girl you know (laughs) they green with that uh was it that asian superhero marvel they're working on now with the writer from uh, he's like the master of kung fu i think he's called i have no idea this is this uh rush hour are they remaking rush hour yeah of like that's what i'm here wait monumental film have you seen oh that that was a huge (laughs) film for me as a kid (laughs) Cause, cause before I had only seen Jackie in his uh, cartoon on a uh, on so good on, on with the masks. Yeah. <laughs> and his little shit, his little, shit, and his little shit nephew Jade. Oh niece. man, niece, niece, yeah. niece, my bad. I'm honestly feeling like rewatching Rush Hour now. To be honest, Rush Hour is so good. So good. Movie night, movie night, baby. Um, Rush Hour, Rush. Honestly, all the Rush Hours are treasures. Yeah, Rush Hour one to three, fantastic. Yeah. I haven't seen two or three. I, what? Most of it, most of it comes from. They like, go to Rush Paris in the third one. Yeah, yeah. Most yeah. Of it. <laughs> international. Most yeah. of my experience with Rush Hour is from watching it on like TNT when they play it and you catch it in the middle and you're like, oh, I'm gonna watch. Definitely, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. That's that's how I saw like half the great buddy cop like as a kid, you know. Leave that part in. Like it's funny because it's funny Rush because yeah. Jackie because Jackie actually like hated those movies apparently. Oh no. Yeah, which like kind of broke my heart, but like, um, it's it's interesting because like I was watching this video essay about sort of his like older films and like how he would be like really meticulous and like 
in like sort of the fight choreography and like having like doing zone stunts, like having everyone like actually hit each other and like be like really elaborate and stuff and like rush hour, like just American films in general don't really fucking do that, you know? So like he really he really didn't like him. But I did. So mm. and at the end of the day, yeah, isn't that what matters? Yeah. It'll yeah. break my heart if he doesn't like Jackie Chan. Then. He has. Yeah. <laughs> he, he has better films, you know. Jackie did Chan. Did he even voice Jackie? Of, he did. What are you talking Chan. about? Oh, that would be so. Oh, funny. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's sued for like being deceived. He's sued for fraudulent like uh, advertising. Like you right. put Jackie Chan in the title, you have a character who is actually Jackie Chan, <laughs> and voiced by him. <laughs> Shout out to all the Asian people listening to this pod. Um, mm. Jackie's uncle, man, really, uh, really embodied my grandparents, man. Yeah. Are we doing shout outs? Shout out to my cousin Lasan who said she'd listen to this if I was yeah. <laughs> Keep it in, Lori. Oh, keep it in. She made it out of the two hour, 15 yeah. minute mark. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, guys, this was actually really fun. Um, it, it was. This was really fun. Like, thank you guys for having us. No, I really Thanks for yeah, appreciate you guys. Like, actually, thank you for, for, for coming, yeah, to be honest. Thank you guys for letting us talk about this wonderful film. Fantastic. Uh, Ryan Hoogler, come pay us a visit. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <Next> <laughs> be a friend of the pod. Yeah, yeah. friend of the pod. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not that pod, but this pod, you know. Yeah. I have so <laughs> many questions for Ryan Hoogler. I just want to know everything about him. So listen. I'm such a fan. So listen, Ryan. We have so many questions. Oh We're all big fans. <laughs> Why don't you come on the pod? Well, uh, Next time you're in Seattle. Well, listen, I got, a, I got an extra bag of Cheez-Its in the pantry. <laughs> Doing the Chronicle sequel with Michael B. Jordan. Which took place in Seattle. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how it ends, right? Yeah, it's in Seattle. The whole no, but it ends with basically uh, Michael B. Yeah. Jordan as the, like, the survivor. No, no, oh, no, Michael B. Jordan's no. Michael B. Jordan, spoiler! Sad. Oh no, Michael yeah, I forgot Adrian about that. Dies halfway through. Sad, sad, sad. <laughs> he was so great. I also really liked Chronicle like okay. so much. This is a total type story. Uh, we were so we were in the last <laughs> last day of class for one of my CMS classes in analysis. We watched a whole episode of The Wire because we just I can't program it right. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan first episode. It's he's like this little kid. So young. He's so young, and my, I'm like, oh, that's Michael B. Jordan. Like, yeah, just as a kid. Still doing roles. I didn't know he acted that long. Yeah. How, old, how old was he? He plays he like a he must like have been like middle school. Thirteen kid. or fourteen. Yeah. Whoa, that young. young. Yes. Yeah, was young. Damn. Which I finally watched. I thought we all like said young. Year. I thought y'all meant like eighteen or something. Do you recommend? I love. I was so surprised by how much I like it. I don't know why, but it just yeah. 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 With the hell? Oh my god, yeah. dude! It's a little baby. Mm-hmm. He's got that little. He's got that like. Gross little mustache at every thirteen-year-old yeah. gross. <laughs> yeah. Wire is great. <laughs> oh my god! My new description up again. When, once once, once, once the Game of Thrones comes out, and I just get that one month, I'll we'll probably watch a season <sighs> or two of The Wire, and then just you know. I've got a. I'm a. I'm on my parents' cable subscription for life. <laughs> yeah. As long as they're as long as they're dumb mm-hmm. enough to keep paying for cable, I'm gonna keep you. Especially that CSN Bay Area when you want to watch Warriors games. Exactly. You gotta, exactly. You gotta, That's you actually perfect. You can't sign in up here with your Comcast account. You gotta sign in with a, like a Bay Area account to get what that channel. Talking? What are you talking about? So my Comcast thing doesn't have cable. So I. So wait, do you pay for cable? No, no, I only pay for internet up here. Okay. But okay. whenever I sign in, it thinks, oh, when I go to that website, it kicks me out. It's like, oh, you can't. You oh. Clearly, you're not. You're from 
the Pacific Northwest, you're clearly not. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, you're not subscribed to this channel. Subscribed. Oh damn! So I have to like sign into my parents' account. Yeah, and then go watch CS and Barrio. And gotcha. for some reason, it says, "Oh, you're okay." Okay. So then I can watch the Warriors. Whatever. I used my sister's because she was in the dorms last year. I used her HBO account because uh, she yeah. never used it for some reason, and that's how I was just like, I should watch The Wire since I have this. And then I went to New York for spring break, and I was sick for a day, so I watched a ton of it there. Once I came back, they were like, "Sorry, you don't look like a student." Like you're like, "Oh, <laughs> they canceled her HBO." <gasps> yeah. oh, what? So, does she still not have that HBO? No, she does. She's not in the dorms anymore. Oh my god. But yeah, it got canceled for like the rest of the year. Oh they just had to use someone else's. God. <laughs> yeah, I felt kind of bad. But yeah. Yikes. Alright everyone, uh, thanks for listening to another episode of the UW Film Club Podcast. The longest episode of the UW Film Club Podcast. Yeah. At uh, two hours can... twenty-five right now. It's gonna be cut. It's a gonna be bit, cut. But like it's two, gonna be two like hours. Two five. Don't give them the I actual say, I length. Say two episodes. No, I, I don't could. Know. Uh, we can make this a limited series. Each episode is fifteen minutes. Uh, <laughs> find us on film, find us on Facebook, UW Film Club, Instagram at Film Club UW, yeah. Twitter at Film, film Club, Club UW. UW. Yeah. Uh, go yeah. to our Amazon Smile link, our MeUndies, our Blue Apron, our Squarespace, Squarespace, uh, all that jazz. Uh, we appreciate everyone listening to this episode. Find us every week on SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, and soon to be Spotify, where apparently everyone listening to it now. Yeah. Um, this is January 7th by the time I'll probably have figured it out by now. Yeah, uh, probably. So you may be listening on Spotify. Uh, subscribe, like, rate, comment, subscribe, all that jazz. And I think that is everything we need to touch on. Thank you so much to our two guests, John and Helena. Yeah, you're welcome. Call me Ryan Coogler. <laughs> and and by the time this is up, it will be the first day of classes, actually. So uh, to the listeners, good luck. Good luck with classes. Hang in there. It's your life. Hang in there, guys. It uh, it, I would like to tell you it gets better, but uh, it gets much worse. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And on that note, thank you everyone for listening to the, the Film Club podcast. Yeah. Catch us next week when we talk about I don't know something else. Something. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll figure it out later. <laughs> All right. Uh, peace. Later. Ciao.